they've got to, 10 seconds oh! remaining. Three, four, Looks like two. it's going to be a draw. Looks like it's heading for a draw. Maguire down the line. North. Oh! Hi everyone, welcome to the Lot Pod, the Leeds Rhinos Lot 17A podcast. This is the match review panel for Leeds versus Catalan. Once again, not a good day at the office for the Rhinos, but to help soften the blow of that bad defeat, I have three people reviewing this one, the returning Duncan and two brand new guests in Josh and Reese. Enjoy! <laughs> begin. Hi everyone, this is the match review panel for Leeds Rhinos versus Catalan Dragons. It's it's not a good it's not a good match review panel again. It was the third loss of the season, three games, three losses for the Rhinos. I'm pleased to say I somehow got three guests to review this one. They're all a bit sadistic clearly. One of them is a returning guest, a regular. It's a nice warm welcome back to Duncan. Welcome back mate. Cheers mate. Thanks for having me. Have you been good? Uh, yeah, yeah, keeping well. Ready to rant about the Rhinos? <laughs> indeed, indeed. Brilliant. And two fresh newbies jumping into the lot pod. I'll introduce uh, the first one now. It is Reese. Welcome, Reese. Hi, mate. How are you? Yeah, good. Welcome along. Uh, not the best game to review, but I do uh, appreciate your time and, and coming on. And the third and final guest is Josh. Welcome along, mate. Yeah, mate. Thanks for having us. Thanks for asking us on. It's not a problem at all. It is a pleasure to have you all new and returning. I think, I don't know if you've listened to some of the podcasts this year, but we've tried to start on a positive note rather than sort of jumping in and saying how rubbish we are or how, you know, talk about talking about controversial decisions. So I'll start with, with Reese if I can. And what, what sort of positives, if any, did you take from that game, Reese? God, we're really going to be clutching the straws at this one, aren't we? Um, so, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, well, we saw an improvement from Jack Walker, obviously from the from the Wigan game. I thought Jack defensively, mm-hmm. um, you know, there was a couple of try saving tackles in there, or you know, uh, the, you know, that prevented or get, at least kept the clean game close. Um, mm-hmm. I thought Liam Tindall had a good game as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I did again. I, I, I thought I can't think of much more than that, uh, other than that the season isn't over. And obviously, we've got time to make up for the start of the season. Mm. What did you make of it, Josh? Uh, it's a tough question, that, to start with, isn't it? Um, mm. I don't know, mate, to be honest. I, I'm trying to think now. Maybe, I mean, Blake Austin, when I saw his photos in pre-season, I thought, to be honest, he's carrying a bit of timber. Mm. And this hype that was around him, I was a bit... Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I totally bought into it straight away, to be honest. And I'm not saying I have bought into it yet, but two tries in two games, that's got to be some positive. Mm. He seems to be the only bloke who looks like scoring at the minute, don't you think? 
Yeah, I mean, he, he did a good job of nearly trying to stop scoring that one. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he's got, he's got, a, he's, I suppose that big body, I suppose, you know, that step and then close to the line, he's going to be a danger, isn't he? At least mm. some points from somewhere. Mm. What did you make of it, Duncan? Any any positives from that on Thursday? Um, I'd probably agree with uh, with Reese and Sir Jack Walker getting another eighty minutes. Yeah. Um, did you think he were better than the previous two games? I know yeah. you're a big Walker fan. I, yeah, I'm probably the wrong person to ask because I mm. I believe he's our best fullback. But like I've said before on the podcast, I think the one thing that we miss is. Myler in a three-on-two situation with his passing game picks the better yeah. option yeah. nine times out of ten. Um, I think where Jack will get better is with his support player because there were a number of times mm. on Friday night where frustratingly people had their arms free and there was no one backing up for an offload and mm. we were sort of dying with the ball and, yeah... Um, I'd say Walker's 80 minutes. Um, do you know what, right? I, I can't stand the bloke, and I think he's rubbish, and I'd get rid of him. But I thought Bodine Thompson had one of his better games in a lead shirt. Mm. Um, finally. Finally. Yeah. Only had an half-decent game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that would be about it, really. I thought I enjoyed... Cruz Leaming won it. He kicked to forty twenty. I liked yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was that was his only highlight. I agree. That was. But then I don't know if if I can pick. I, I only one of my friends went to the game, and I was sat with him, and we were sort of trying to think when he kicked it because we we very rarely kick him. The last one we kicked, putting you all on the spot, but I remember I'm sure Liam Sutcliffe got one away at Wakey, maybe a year or two ago. But for, for whatever reason, even with Aiden Caesar now and Blake Austin and Leeming, not a player that we seem to to hit as often as other sides. I don't know why. It, I don't know. It, it might just be me, but every time we hit one, it's always like, oh, wow, bloody hell. That one a 40 20. <laughs> it's like, it's always a surprise. So I enjoyed that. I agree with, I agree with what you said about Liam Tyndall. I think he's sort of bedded in and he don't look out of place, even though it's early days. It's like, He's on the he's on the team sheet, and it's like, well, yeah, it's Liam Tyndall. We know we sort of know how good it is. I thought I targeted think... um, Tyndall quite a bit, to be honest. Yeah, they did, and mm. um, he did all right. I sort of stepped in a bit for that first try, didn't he? But um, mm. I mean, I've seen Ryan All do that plenty of times. <clears throat> plenty of time for him to get better. But in, in terms of for the tries when he steps in, though, I think he's so worried about Briscoe's lack of pace in the centre. Mm. Like for the Gareth Widdup try against Warrington, he, he he can't he doesn't have the touchline as a defender, no. so he can't let anyone go on the outside of him because as soon as they go on the outside of him, he's done. Yeah, they just think, go think, straight round him. Yeah, I think the quicker Briscoe's out of this side, the better. To be honest, but you could also uh, argue he's one of the best people that takes the, he, car- he carries strong. You know, he does. You know, again, and I'm not saying he does it the line. Mm. I'm not saying he's the he's the best player. He's not certainly not the best centre we've got. But the one thing mm. he always does is he always carries hard. He always pumps a leg, and you know he, go, he goes forward the most. Mm. He carries hard. Mm. He carries hard coming out of our own end. But I I think the amount of times he stifled attack on Thursday night when the ball got to him because mm. he he's never been able to pass. He's one no. of them players that when he passes you wince because you think something's going to go wrong. Uh, I think Liam's very similar. 
He seems to get yeah. and make a break, but he holds it either too long or. But you, think... I, you see, when when Sutcliffe were in the centre, when that was when Hanley scored, was top try scoring mm-hmm. Super League, wasn't it? When Sutcliffe first yeah. came and they moved him to centre. That was that. That left edge was 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 that was Gale Mellor, Sutcliffe Hanley. Yeah. For a spell mm-hmm. that worked really well. To be fair. Mm-hmm. I know you've not. I know the petulance of Gale is never a good thing, but that mm. for a while that did work quite well. They're all probably 100 kgs as well. Not not Gale, obviously, but yeah, um, so it seems to work quite well. Didn't for get the ball enough on Thursday night because when he got the ball, he was actually he was causing problems. Yeah, he was like, made a couple of breaks. Didn't he? Yeah, we, he just, did. we just couldn't mm. get the ball to him enough because I just felt we had we had no depth at all in attack. Um, and we'll probably no. talk about that before. We're meant, to talk, we're meant to be talking positives, aren't we? Sorry. We're meant to. Um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, we'll, we'll probably come on to that. But uh, but yeah, yeah. I just, I, I suck, Cliff, when, when the ball got to him, that was that, that was the only time it really looked a bit dangerous um, mm. going forward. Mm. So you've, you've touched on it now. I think we've all exhausted the positives. In, in, in terms of the game itself, I thought in attack we were just completely... Toothless. We never. There were times where we were sort of camped in their thirty, there, and just execution was just diabolical, absolutely diabolical. And even when Mitchell Pierce got binned, which I don't know about you, how you fellas feel. I thought it would have been in, and anything against Leeds, I tend to think it's a red card or, or a bin. <laughs> but then, even then, I think I think there were fourteen minutes left, something around, and then. Obviously, Pierce gone for ten. It were now or never, wasn't it, to win the game? Did did you did you ever get the feeling that even when Pierce were binned, Josh, that did did you get the feeling that we were going to do something to get back in the game and maybe win it? Um, I, I did. Yeah, I sort of. I did get a little bit uh, hopeful. Mm. Um, but then I think was it a couple like literally that set or the one after we just dropped it just there was just no cohesion I don't think at the minute no. I think we massively miss Newman and potentially Fussy Tua just someone to punch the line someone to run a good line mm. um, I'm not sure I don't I don't think the I mean obviously Caesar and Austin have got a relationship from back in Canberra aren't they but they've not mm. massively clicked yet. Um, I just don't think... Yeah, I think you're right in attack. We're just not quite clicking. I don't know if it's down to the personnel as well. Uh, I don't, we just don't have any X factor in that team, in that back line at the minute. Like Jack Walker, mm. I think, definitely has the potential. And with Duncan, I think he's quality. Mm. Um, but in his time, he's barely played for two years. Mm. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it quick, I did have a bit of hope, but very quickly that went. I just thought, we're not going to get past these. I mean, I wasn't at the game. I was watching at home because I had a recording session on. I was wondering how much were the condition, conditions affecting it? We had, a, we, had, we had a smattering of snow, but it was only light. I didn't. It, there was a bit of wind, but mm. and the wind was blowing into us in that second half, but nothing that would have affected the game. Nothing, you know. Just add what you were saying. There was, there was some of the, the main complaint from the fans of the South Stand during that game was the that Catalan were delaying, obviously, the tackle and holding down. Which I couldn't believe that I couldn't believe that he kept that in that goal. But we were allowing that to happen because no mm. I was making the effort to, to force the referee into a decision. Mm. It frustrated me anything because force the referee a decision, try get up. 
you know, try and move to make sure he could play that ball quickly and force a referee into a decision. But we weren't. We were just lying there and complaining about it. And then when we got the ball, we had no depth. Yeah. We played. We we were too flat and we played into their hands by playing narrow. And then when we went wide, no one was... No it was just sort of through the hands, wasn't it? Yeah, just yeah. the hand, lay them back in and straight right. out to... The amount of time they just so like one person up into four players. Yeah. Blake Austin um, took more carries than some players, I swear. Yeah. Thinking, well, why, mm. why, is, why is Blake Austin taking carries at first? But, yeah, just do, we were so flat in attack. Caesar was taking the ball and, and Austin were taking the ball so close to the line. And because they were so close to the line, the ball was getting passed behind them. So they were already playing on the back foot at that point from an attacking perspective. And we're just so flat. It just, yeah, it, the cohesion side. And I don't know if it's because we haven't got Myler linking up. And I, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but yeah. The, Do you think Myler is so key to our attack now, having seen him having seen him missing the last two games? Do you think he's now vital, that, that kind of full-back play, Duncan? Do you think that's what we need Walker to do, kind of? Um, I don't think sure it, I, I don't think it made a difference on mm. Thursday night because we didn't mm. create anything. Um, no. There was nothing. If you look at our strike players, like for me, centre is a strike position. We've yeah. always had a strike centre. Like you go back to like Keith Senior, Brad Godden. You know, mm. we've always had that. Callum one, Callum Keith. Watkins when he was in his prime. Like, Newman. Harry Newman now is Newman, that. Oh, yeah. But if you take him out of the team, then you've got to adapt. Yeah. Like if you look at Catalan, they lost all their props. They, they'd only got Cassiano as a prop. Make him play a prop, did he? Yeah. yeah. But what yeah, I, I, I've point. always thought McNamara's a rubbish coach. Always have done from when he blew that 30 point lead with Bradford in the playoffs. Mm. But what he did well was his, his tactics to bring Cassiano on after 20 minutes in each half. And it, they stuck to it. And the easiest thing for him to do would have been to bring start with Cassiano. Mm. But he obviously said to himself, you know what, no, I'm going to leave him on the bench. And I thought that's where Agar missed the trick. We started with Tetivano. And the one thing that Cameron Smith gives you at 13, he tackles anything that moves. And he helps, he helps the six and seven mm. because he's a good distributor when he's taking the ball to the line and passing out the back. Mm. Um, and I think when you take that out and you put Zane in, all you're getting from Zane is literally another prop that's going to carry the ball forward. There's no X factor in terms of what he can do and a different option. Um, and I think Ergar got that like drastically wrong because second half we had nothing to nothing to freshen up the pack. There was, it, yeah, it was just we didn't get on the front foot. I think it's hard to judge. Don't get me wrong, I think Caesar was ineffective. I thought Lehman had one of his worst games I've seen him have. Mm. Um, Dwyer came on and did his usual run around like headless chicken for 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, and the, the, it was it, it was attacking as individuals. It wasn't there wasn't a set where I thought, oh, they've picked a weakness here and they're going at it. Yeah, they've seen something here. It was like it was like how you'd attack as a 13 year old, or we'll give it to him and see what he can do. But yeah. then they were, they were sort of stood back and watching. There was no, there was no one pushing through. Even when, I think there were times when like Gannon got his arm free once. When Dwyer broke the line, I mean to be fair, when Dwyer broke the line, he had someone there. But we, for some reason, we de- were deciding not to pass and die with it. And <laughs> Catalan just stifled us around the rook. They just, 
the amount of slow ball that we got was it just played into their hands and they just killed us. Duncan Drinkwater and Pierce kicked us to death. When yeah. you think when you think back to um, last year, when you know we had all those injuries, I feel like the positive from what Agar and Jamie Jones and that did was the spirit of the Rhino. You know, like the yeah the fighting spirit. I just felt like last year there was that game when um, Newman came back, I think, and he scored, or a couple of games after, and he scored that try, and it meant that we were in good position for the playoffs. It was like totally on his own, just through sheer determination. Oh, Warrington. 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 Oh. Yeah. And I thought, do you know what? We're going to get in here. We're going to do really well. And I thought that Agar had brought that determination, like that that fighting spirit that we always had. And mm. the most worrying thing for me on Thursday was um, we just didn't seem to have any of that. It, we sort of seemed tight. And to be honest, that was there in the opening game this I season. I was just about to say that that game against mm-hmm. Warrington. I've never seen that. Uh, it was one of the best games I've ever watched in terms of the actual game and the, everything that happened. But the amount of fight and determination that was put in, and I, and I put on these Rhinos group on Facebook, if we play with that grit, that much grit and determination this season, we'll be a playoff team. But we just haven't seen it since. We don't. Mm-hmm. We, we shouldn't have to have a yellow card or a red card to have that sort of fight and spirit because we know we can play well. And we, you know, Warrington were lucky to really go away with the points that game. Mm. But we just haven't. So why? What? What's changed? Why hasn't that followed through? I think that's what's been so disappointing about these last two results off the back of that Warrington game. Majority of, I think, everyone came out of that ground or watching it on Channel 4 feeling like, bloody hell. When I lost that by two, we had a man sent off, we were down to 11 for stages of the game, but the effort and endeavour we saw... It was a moral victory, wasn't it? It was like Yeah, absolutely. The whole ground was like, wow, we only lost that by two. I was so lucky to come away with that. Duncan just touched on... Zane Tetevano there. What have you made of of him at Leeds, Josh? Do you think do you think we need to see more from him as our marquee man? Well, I was excited when he came over because he'd just been mm. playing with Penrith, hadn't he, with the Panthers. They obviously were in the grand final over there, lost to the Storm, was it, I think. Yeah, um, won it year but after. He, yeah, won it, but he, he was obviously with us then. Mm. Um, you know, he's a quality player. But last year, I just thought he was ineffective at, at loose. I know you lads have spoken about it a bit. Mm. Um, and I do think prop suits him more, just getting his hands on the ball and just doing a bit of a bit of straight work. But, I mean, my, I think our props, like, I feel like we're lighting the props themselves. Yeah, we are. And it's, and it's a strange thing to say, because I rate Pryor, I rate Hull, um, Tom Holroyd, I rate Tetevan, and obviously I rate Mick. But... <laughs> I just don't feel like we punch through. Like, if you look at them top teams, like, obviously, like, Wamsley at Saints, he just skittles players. And yeah. I don't feel like we have that. And I was trying to think back to, obviously, like, the Golden Generation, that team. And, you know, like, Peacock, although it may be, like, a similar-ish type of build to prior, he used to just make so many metres. He'd be top meter maker every game. Um, and he'd just get the team going forward. He'd like take it upon himself. If you know, if that was, if he was playing the other night, he'd have just he'd have just taken it upon himself to get us going forward. And I feel like we've missed that for a long time. Um, and I think to go into the season with four, just four props, I just think that's too late. I, I mean, I'm like I don't rate Thompson at all. No. Um, to be honest, I don't rate Donaldson. I know he's sort of no. back row. Yeah, I, I, I just, agree with you. Them players, they just remind me of the. Ray Evans, Dom Crosby, 
you know, Wellington Albert, that sort of era. I just want Jordan to leave Thompson. that behind. Yeah, Jordy Thompson. I just want to leave that behind, you know. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, to, to Tetevano, I think, you know, I think he's a good player. I just think he maybe needs to be complimented. They're he's all not, he's not been sent off yet, though, has he? He's not been sent off yet, so that's a positive. Ever <laughs> <laughs> what what I don't think Agar's got though, when you look at every other coach, and I keep I keep I'm gonna keep bringing it back to Agar, um, he doesn't have tactics going into a game. I don't believe at the minute. Each individual player should know what their role is in the team and know what they're going to do. And when they're getting chopped and changed, Tetivano to me starts on the bench. He comes off and after 20 minutes, and you rotate him and Aledsky. So we've always got a bit of biff about us. Prior this year looks old to me, mm. and the worrying the worrying thing was one of the worrying comments now is when Agar came out and said, "Oh, we don't need to give Prior a preseason because we know what he can do." Now, mm. is it a year too far? I, I don't want to jump on on the back of him because I, I really like him as a player, but I can't. Is he thirty four? He's 34 or 35, yeah. I, yeah. I couldn't tell Is this his last year? Oh, he ain't got another year, has he? No, I think this is his last, isn't it? This is his last year, you're right. You're um, kind of but I think we're just, in certain areas, we are just old. Like, if you look at, I'll go back to St. Helens, because for me at the minute, and I hate saying it, the miles above anything in the league. Yeah, I love uh, you saying that. You know that, don't you? You what, sorry? He'll love you. He'll love that you've oh, just said. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> take I know. it back. Take it back. Take it back. Um, Sorry, I'll, edit, I'll edit it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but every time they have a big decision to make, they get rid of someone a year before. Probably they're ready to go. Like they could have easily given Farge another deal and given Dodd a year on the sideline. Yeah. But mm. they've said no. You know what? We're going to back Lewis Dodd. Mm. And do you know what? They've he, he, they've not been any different in attack. Um, and I just I, I think like if we'd like last year Broadbent was one of our shining lights yes it was an injury hit season and our hand was forced with playing him but I, I don't get the fascination with moving Briscoe into the centre I don't understand the logic behind it we've got to talk about um, Broadbent tonight surely I think the admin like of the Rhinos Twitter account just need to like stop tweeting for maybe have 24 hours off tweeting because <laughs> when you have after like you get emails when we've been beat and it's like Gary Everington giving you five pound off a training shirt and you think to yourself right I don't really <laughs> want to spend any of my hard-earned money on Leeds Rugby I'd rather you just leave me alone so I can sulk for a couple of days until I get over it and then uh, and then start tweeting and then obviously the tweeting <laughs> They're tweeting out about how the reserves have got. And they've put <laughs> okay, Jack Broadbent is. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you trying to do to us here? <laughs> um, but it, I mean, for me, it'd been. It, I don't think he'll ever do it, but because I don't think Agar's got the minerals to make a big decision with when it when it comes to senior players. Like as soon as Fosse Tua comes back, you know Tyndall's out of the team. Even mm. though to me he's not done anything wrong and doesn't has probably been good enough to be there. Mm. Um, arguably, you could fuss with two as big enough where you could probably put him in the centre instead of Briscoe if he don't fancy Broadbent. 
Um, but I just, I don't know. I, what I about, think... I mean, sorry, just to play no, devil's right. advocate. I mean, I, I, Please I, do. I'm, I'm not sure if I do or don't agree with you. I'm not saying I don't agree with you. But I suppose I reckon stripping Gale of the captaincy was a pretty big call. It, well, I'm not being funny, but when someone um, stands up and says your tactics are shit, your hands forced, isn't it? It's the right call. Yeah, no, yeah. no, I know it. I, yeah, your hand. But did he have it, a point? It's, it, it's not like. Mm-hmm. He, he, to me, he had to do that to keep the dressing room. Mm. Like, yeah. the, the, he, he couldn't have Luke Gale openly saying his tactics were rubbish. Sorry, I should have used rubbish. <laughs> um, <laughs> he couldn't have him saying his tactics were rubbish. Um, and then keep him keep him in the team. He had to do what he did. Yeah. So no, I'm hands, just, yeah. No, I, I know. I'm a. I'm a I, I know. I'm it's a fair. It's a fair point. And yeah, he, look, he absolutely got it right. And do you know what? I wouldn't. I'm not one of these where I turn around and say, right, Ergar's for me. Ergar's not a head coach. He never has been. He never will be. But he obviously loves the game. He is. Good at recruitment, I would say. Like the signings we've made, yes, some have been Simfield, but he's been involved in that. To me, I'd move him upstairs. Mm. I, I, think like got, a, yeah. I think he's got an important role at Leeds because you know, he, he, yeah, we still wouldn't a bit have that. I know, I know, we're not recovered to where we want to be, but you know, we we were we were really down, and you know, oh, yeah. had, and for him to turn around, win a Challenge Cup, and and to get us into the playoffs last year, which was remarkable in itself. You know, he's done a fantastic mm. job. And then the impression Stay I got the at the beginning of the season was to give him one more give him one more year because he obviously didn't find anyone they wanted to have as their coach this year. Yeah. But I think he, he certainly did as a role within the club going forward. Yeah, I just I, I don't think he's like that head coach that'll take you to the next level. We need someone now that's gonna yeah. set us up to challenge. I don't believe he's that man. Um and I think it's quite lazy to turn around and say, well, there's no one out there. There's always, you don't, you don't, you wouldn't have someone in a job just because of the only person that you can have. Do you know what I mean? There's got to be someone that you will do a better job. Why don't you approach someone? You know what I mean? Why don't you approach a good coach and kind of say, I mean, I don't care what anyone says, we're the biggest club in Super League. Oh, massive. Is we have everything we've won, the history, the brand new stadium. You know, we're still a, a massive draw. Why don't you know? Everyone—it always seems to be, oh, who's available? But why don't why don't we go to someone? Mm. You know. Yeah. Do you think they've been burned by further? Yeah, I think I think that's put them I off think, Aussies. Oh, definitely. Especially even though, like, Saints got Wolf. Was he a, was he an assistant? He and was an assistant. Yeah. Oh, they do that. Funny. As well, do, no. They do that, don't they? Though they go out and pick. <laughs> They just get a random coach that you've not heard of. That could, well, I know he was at Tonga, but you know, like when they did it with Holbrook, they go out and they get someone and they come in and they just their rugby doesn't change. But then, if you look behind <coughs> the scene, there's like Mike Rush there, mm. um, who probably plays a really important part in their in their structure in terms of bringing the youth the youth through. Mm. Um, and I think that's probably what Agar could do for us, but. I'd, uh, yeah, we just need someone. I mean, on, even... on your point about sorry, on your point about the recruitment, I remember mm. um, Craig Harrison saying on his podcast. I mean, I know he likes to exaggerate, but he was saying that um, Agar's got the best talent ID in Super League, according to him. He, he he reckons he knows every player from every division 
both sides of the world. You know, you know, you know, you hear good things mm. about him in that sense. Mm. I to- totally agree. I, I think he's, he's, I think I personally think what I was saying earlier about him doing, uh, getting us that fighting spirit. I think that steadied the ship, and we've brought some good young players back through. It feels like the academy's back producing good players. We feel like we're in a good state. We just need probably like what you're saying, someone to just take us to the next level now. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's done his purpose. He has done his purpose. Um, we, we, I don't know how we, I, we got onto this course because we're talking about Zane Tevano, but I was a stinker, so I was looking <laughs> at the squad then. And uh, I thought Zane Tevano, well, he stayed on the pitch this year because that's 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 a massive positive, but he's carried fairly well and he, he is more of a prop and I think Cameron Smith's much better at loose. Mm. But I think in the last two games, yeah, I do. <clears throat> missed Reese Martin. Big time. Yeah. And I know. Oh, yeah. I like Reese, yeah. And obviously, he, he deserves his break, obviously, because he's had, he's had a really tough time, obviously, losing with his, his father, wasn't it? He lost mm. um, just before the Warrington game. And he had a stormer against Warrington. But whether that's his leadership, that, that senior leader, I think we've missed out on that in the last, you know, looking for someone to step up, you know, talking mm. about Jerry Peacock, who would take it upon himself to go and do something. Mm. I, I feel like Reese Martin is one of those players. Reese Martin, one of those for me, sorry. Uh, you don't know what you've got till it's gone type thing for me like these past two games you just kind of realise just how good he is so what are you saying Josh? No I was just going to say on Twitter you'd think I think it, he sort of divides opinion Reese Martin but for me I think mm-hmm. he's, I think he's solid I think he'll give you 7 yeah. out of 10 every, every game and... I think it's kicking game as well yeah. I mean it, when you look in the second row though we've got like Bentley and Martin who are really good mm. but then behind it there's only Gammon yeah, I, d- I don't rate literally. Mella, Mella, yeah. Mella's awful. He he, he is just dreadful. <laughs> is he all right? Is he all right? By the way, yeah, he's all yeah, right. He's all yeah. right. Before, I start, before I start slagging him off, but... yeah, I thought, I, I thought I'd just put that in there. Just <laughs> let's do the gracious. Let's have yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm pleased he's all right, but <laughs> I really liked Sam Walters last year. I thought he's he well. This is he's a, massive. Sam Walters, you we're know, light on yeah. props, and we've got Honestly. a guy that's six foot seven. He's massive. Why, why can we not just turn him into a prop? Yeah, just move him in like JP. Like, just put him into a prop. Surely it can't be that hard to bulk up someone that's like that size. <laughs> he's, already, he's already 17 stone, according to the glory of all truth Wikipedia. Wikipedia. <laughs> 17 stone, five pound, apparently. I mean, you wouldn't want to tackle him, would you, if he was running at you? But yeah. yeah, going back to Mellor, I just don't think he offers anything. I think he's a... I he's think a squad player, but... I don't even think he's a squad player because he can't do anything. What 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 do you do with him? He, he he literally has to start a game because he would have no impact coming off the bench. He can't break tackles. He he can tackle, okay. It's he, his he last year. No, isn't it? no one will go through him. But when does he get the ball and offer anything in attack? Mm. I remember he's you saying done. this on a previous pod and nodding along at home. I, I totally agree with you on that one. Um, yeah. I just, I think he's, I think he's awful. Donaldson, he's good for getting his head whacked off and getting us a penalty. But... He's really good at that. We said this on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a knack, hasn't he? Of getting, uh, getting high shots. It's because he runs in... with his chin. Well, because he, he, runs, he, kinda, he runs head first. Yeah, and he kind of ducks to the line and get. So he get. Oh, that is how strange that we were. Yeah, sorry, we were talking no, about. It's him. all right. So I think he's good for that. But I mean, like. You look at St. Helens, and I'll go back to him again, and Mav's going to give me a lot of grief for it. But I know. Matautia, setting him up here, Dunk. Matautia, Sirenen, Um I mean, they've even turned Conrad O'Rull into a player. There's still time. 
Don't like forget, we had, we had a year. It was, it was decent for a year for us. I, 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 and then I, dreadful I, I afterwards. I agree with you. There is, there is still time. There's still he time. Will, he, he will prove that he has got awful. Yeah. But he, that just proves like the... Like they're bringing in. Oh, and Bachelor's the other one that I forgot. Bachelor, I really, yeah. I really mm. like him, but they've got they've Morgan Knowles. Morgan Knowles, he's a really good thirteen. Oh come on, let's. It, it, we've given him enough Can for him. Can we go back? It's not St. Helen's bloody podcast. I know. Yeah, I know but... me. They've been loving this. <laughs> <laughs> I just. I, I mean. Edit then, it out. Yeah, well, there'll be, there'll be I, a very vicious chop here, you'll all notice it. I was, I was, I was saying on... Uh, I'm going from talking about Saints to something completely <laughs> I, was, I was saying on Thursday night to um, the lads that I was sitting with, can you imagine if, like, this squad walked into the 2015 squad mm. and, and they had a game against each other and then we picked some players to come into the 2015 squad? There'd be about three players that'd make it. The rest would get laughed out of the building. Who would get in? I don't think any would get in. Newman, Newman, Mick could probably get in on the bench. Josh Walters wouldn't be in, mate. No way. Josh Walters. Well, I'll tell you what, he's got the winning try. Absolute hero. Jimmy Kynos, too. Yeah. Yeah, Newman would get in. Newman, Newman would be there. I think that's it for me. Oh. Oledsky, no? I'd say Oledsky on the bench. Maybe. I think I'd agree with that. get on bench. Mm. Who was the fourth prop in the 2015 team? I'm trying to think. It was Garbutt, wasn't it? Garbutt. Uh, yeah. Mitch Garbutt. Cuthbertson yeah, and Garbutt. Yeah. Cuthbertson, Garbutt, JP, Kylie. Mitch yeah. Garbutt got three trophies in, what, seven games? Or <laughs> yeah. 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 Best yeah. record in the league. Yeah. Um, but I The just... best thing Mitch Garbutt did was lay out James... What do you call James Tamo? James Tamo and Keith Galloway bottled it, and he just came in and put him straight <laughs> on his chin. I remember oh, that yeah. was amazing. That Keith, was Gall- Keith yeah. Galloway replacing Kyle Lillard. <laughs> you couldn't get what, Keith Galloway replacing Jamie Peacock. Sounds worse, mate. Oh <laughs> no, it was one of Jamie Peacock. Oh my god, Keith Galloway. God, one one you do forget. He didn't do much, did he? <laughs> what what did you lads think of um, Ava Siobhanoff and I last the other year? I mean, I, I really liked him. I, I thought he was solid, and I, thought I really, really liked him. If, uh, if he was in our team now, that for me would complete our front row. That exactly what good. we need. Like you're, talk, you're talking about having oh, that fourth prop, four props. If he was that fifth prop in that there, you'd it'd be yeah. a much stronger yeah. side. Yeah, yeah. you would probably yeah. argue it's probably one of the better packs, stronger packs in the league. Yeah. I think if you're yeah. mm. I, like, I think that's what we're missing. Back to what Lottie was saying earlier, though, were Leeds were like one of the biggest clubs in the league, if not the biggest. Why can't we just go out and take satire off Hull? Mm-hmm. Like, surely we've got money. We've got cap space, can, haven't we? Where we can just go, right, we'll give you... We've got Thompson, can't we? A six-figure transfer fee. Mm-hmm. And we'll Bodine, Thompson, Luke Briscoe, James Donaldson and... Alex Meller. And Alex Meller in and we'll take satire off you. <laughs> do we have we don't, we don't have space there, do we? On the on the uh... if we got rid of Thompson, if, if we oh, got yeah, rid of got Thompson, Thompson, we would. Yeah, of course, yeah. If we oh, we're, all, we're yeah. all in agreement, we'll just cut Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just after he's had his best game for the Rhinos, yeah. yeah. Thanks, Bordy. <laughs> Leave on a high, mate. I know, yeah. He did all right when he came in for that year, but I think it's just because we were too used to like. It's because we were so bad. Yeah, yeah. the bar, yeah, we, the bar we, got we, we dropped. Great game in. 
Mm-hmm. It's like when you go from Danny Maguire to Tui Lola here. Oh, he's got the most assists this year. Try assist. Yeah. I did have to it looks that. bigger than ever, doesn't it? I'll t- tell you what I would Weight-wise. I'd take that Brodie Croft off Salford if um, Austin goes back to the Dolphins. I don't think he's going to stay there. And I don't think Wigan can live with both Jay Field and Bevan French. I think one of them is going to be available French as well. French is going to end it here, isn't he? Mm. I, know, I know which yeah. one I'd keep out of those two. Yeah. I know you spoke about it last week, didn't you? Whether we missed a trick with Jay Field. You think we did? That was I keep calling him. Who, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it was Jay Field when he first mm. came over. Um, he identified him well early, didn't he? And that's what that's sort of going back to his talent ID. You know, he, he, you know, he, were, he was over there for a bit, wasn't he? And he was mm. very high, very uh, keen on Jay Field. I suppose he had that year out. Injured, but he looks a good player now, doesn't he? I think we went quite big on him. Mm. I, I think we went really, really. I think we're really keen on him. But then something came about, and I think, I think Aidan Caesar became available. Won't it be before that though? I no, it before was, that. What it? was like Robert yeah, Louis or someone. It was halfway like... through season. Yeah. All oh, right. So we got Rob Louis instead. Look at us. <laughs> yeah, he signed for Wigan in November 2020. Ah, it's COVID. Just plays really these years. So, uh, we, got we got to watch Rob Lewis in a double XL lead shirt. Made me feel good about myself. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Lewis, another one. Oh my god! Mm. Spot about some stinking running into this podcast. Last forty minutes. And still won the Challenge Cup as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You think of that that squad that won that cup. Agar deserves a pat on the back for that. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. They certainly didn't. Speaking of Agar, do you think how many is he under pressure now, Josh? Do you how many games does this does this fella have? Um, I didn't didn't Everington say at the start of the season that he's sort of like biding time until a, a you know until someone, like someone comes. better basically. Yeah. I'm yeah. available. I, I, I'm better. <laughs> I recall that, Josh. You did say that. I think it's a. Mm. There was. It wanted to give a guard, or the, they didn't. They couldn't find someone they wanted, or whoever, whatever the, whatever yeah. the phrase was. Gary, um, what's his face? Hey, guy will continue to do his coaching this year, and then for this season, then he'll move into a director of rugby role, and they'll find someone else. That's what I remember from yeah, the beginning yeah. of the season. Mm. Yeah, that's but, what I remember it. But so. how long has he got left? It's a good question. I mean, if he went, like, I know, say they say they're not keen on. I mean, they're not going to get the start of the season. If they've yeah. gone off the, the the Australian market, they're not going to lose anyone anyway. They're, they're about to kick off next week. Mm. Um, you're probably looking to promote within. And if you're looking at, like, Sean Long, I mean, I think Hell our no. attack this Hell year no. has been awful. <laughs> Hell and no. He's our attacking coach. That's been shocking. So I, I don't see that as a better option. It's not, it's not a good time to be a Leeds coach, is it? If we're already talking about getting rid of Aga and obviously across the pond over at Brewston, he's gone, apparently. Always going. So it's not a good time to be a Leeds coach, is it? No. We need, to, uh, we need to address our, our uh, assistants, I think. They're waiting for Danny Maggs, aren't they, to uh, get another year under his belt? That'd be nice. Why? 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 Yeah, just get him now. Just I think, think Agar's got the season. You look at we've, if we look at it, if I put a sensible head on for about two seconds, we have played time in, first time in lot pod history. We're going to worry to both play our size last year. Catalan, 
runners up. We should have beaten Wired. We didn't deserve to win the last two games. I'm quite happy about that. We've got Wakefield mm. next, who also haven't won a game yet. There's this time to get you get that one win and yeah, but do you not yeah. think that we're, do you not think in a way that Wakefield is quite a bad team to go to? Of course it is. Because <laughs> we've got our pack are like playing like a set of pansies at the minute. Mm. And they're gonna go there, it's gonna be horrible weather. Fafita will probably end up ripping us to Scoring. pieces and scoring. Jacob Miller always seems to have good games against us and Tom Johnson will definitely score. Yeah. Tom Johnson always scores. He always, he always scores at least a 90-meter try against us, doesn't he? Oh, it's always a full length, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's when he was going around concrete boots. Briscoe on wing, wasn't he? Concrete. Mm. <laughs> 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 See, I'd see the question. I, I think Eagle's got time. But... Yeah, I do. How many got, games? What else can we do? What else we've can got we no, do? Stri- we've got no strike powers. Let's remember so, as well, they've just trained all pre-season with Myler at full-back. Fussy two are on the wing. New, like Newman will be uh, sent. You know, you know, I think he's got time to let Austin and all these players get bit, li- their combinations together. I think he does have a bit of time. We've I, literally I just, just been beat by a team with no props. Yeah, I just think that's what will happen though. I, oh no, I absolutely agree with you. Heverington won't pay him off. Yeah, not a chance. <laughs> no, because we, we don't want to pay him off because you want to keep him around. I think I generally think you no, want no, to keep I agree. Around with the club. You want to move him upstairs. But what 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 other choice have we got? You know, we, there, there isn't going to be. I, I, I don't think there is going to be a back backup plan to say Lee Radford. He's <laughs> <laughs> oh. doing a great job at Cass. <laughs> <laughs> Just. Yeah, well, we haven't got much choice. And if I if I'm a guy now, I'd go back to that Warrington game. Go look, look how you play. Look at the fight. Look at the desire. What do we need to do again, other than getting someone sent off to get back to that attitude again? Get Tony mm-hmm. Smith from Hull KR and bring Maguire with him, and Sean Long can go back to so St. Helens. So that's twice Mags has been mentioned. Do people generally think that's the long term plan? I'd like it, but I'd be scared that he. Uh... I wouldn't want him to be coach. Yeah, I'd be a bit scared. I don't Why would you be scared? Just because he's, well, your words, well, he's the goat, isn't he? I don't know. Just for me, yeah. The, the last Rhinos player didn't go that well down well as a coach. No, yeah, I'd just but be the one before that did all right. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if it if it went disastrously wrong. I just wouldn't want anything. I love Danny Max so much. I just wouldn't. I want do. Him. I wouldn't be able to cope if fans were, you know. Calling for him at, at any point, you know, and and what manager never does never gets the sack. Every manager gets the sack at some point. Yeah, um, I suppose in that yeah. sense you have to look at like when Kieran Cunningham got the Saints job. That kind of reflects that's that that was similar on it. He was there. I thought he did a good job, mate. I couldn't understand why they got rid of him. Yeah, I did. <laughs> but I, I I do think well, in my heart of hearts, I hope so that he is. He's kind of gone away to learn his trade, doing a great job, like Duncan said at, at KR with Tony Smith. And I, I do think that one day he's going to come back to us as a and coach as well, whether that's any if that time. happens. I think I'd rather see him almost be a head coach somewhere first. Yeah, mm. bring in Michael Lewis. Oh yeah, that'd be good. Bring Michael Lewis with him. Yeah, I spoke about this on a pod. A while, but I don't know how long Mikey Lewis's contract is. He's just signed a four-year deal, hasn't he? Before right. the start of this year. Right, well, that's end of that then. I was going to say we should really make a play for him. Because I don't know how you guys feel, and you've probably listened to a podcast or two before, but and we've spoke about Jake Truman before. No. I don't... I don't, I don't I, No, I don't think we're going to be in the market for him at all. How, how do you feel about Jake Truman? 
Reese. <sighs> well, that wraps it up. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> I, I, yeah, that, that's about as where as much I'm at with that one. I, I, I'm just not sure. Mm. I, I think he'd need a, an astronomically good year for us to be even remotely interested in him. He's got a bad back injury, hasn't he, that keeps mm. a, reoccurring. Because mm. he was meant to go at the back end of last year and the only reason the team didn't touch him is because of this back injury. Mm. Um, it's Bradford but, through and through anyway, isn't he? Uh, yeah, I, I think yeah, I think so. Um, but he does nah. come across a bit scruffy, so maybe you know, he's a bit of a Bradfordite. <laughs> <laughs> It's lost all my Bradford listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I don't, if there's any I'm a bit cautious making predict, predictions because at the beginning of the season, I'm going, I think, I think we're going for a good year. And I've, I've, I've just come crashing down to earth for the last, for this week's been shit. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, like, Legion I get stuff twice. Right, I've got run, ch- running away from the game on Thursday, just chucking to myself, going, Legion United is shit. Ryan over rubbish. Right, yeah. Just, <laughs> third, world, third World War starting, chucking away to myself. Oh. What, a, what a great week. It's been a bad weekend for Leeds, on it in sport. Oh, God. But yeah, I go. I with Agar. I just don't know. I, I think he he. We know he will have time. But mm. I, I just don't know who is out there at the moment. I know you. I know you talk about Leeds should have this pull to be able to go out and get anyone. Yeah, it's who, if, who is if, who is that person? If you were going to pick that one person, Tony Smith. Tony Smith. That, mm. I, not on a long contract, but I think you'd get him away. I think you could realistically get him away from Hawkeye. Trent Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Jesus really. Christ, you would, you would have to unlock uh, Gary Everington's padlocks on his pants to get some money out for him. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, think, I think we made a play for this coach and he turned us down last year, but I, I noticed that he signed some kind of contract with St George's oh, an advisor Flanagan. Or something. Flanagan. Shane Flanagan I'd yeah. make a massive massive play for him me I'd say look no one in the NRL's touching you at the moment he's kind of come out this week and said he, he does want a head coach role so mm-hmm. I, I'd, I'd make a massive play for him and say why don't you come over here have a year or two with the Rhinos build us back up get us challenging again and you can run off into the sunset back to Australia with your, you know your, your reputation back in kind of what like Duncan said, we're Holbrook and um, Kristen Wolf. You know, they come over here and they get an NRL gig. I wouldn't mind that. Someone, if a quality coach like that came over for a year or two and won us, mm-hmm. won us the league, and then went off, a that's great. I don't. I, I think, think if we go Aussie, we've got to go proven this time. Absolutely, yeah. But I, think... I can't remember I mentioned it, but we really got burnt by Ferner, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he didn't fancy any of players, did he? No. no. Could... What he telling? He kept telling someone to retire, didn't he? What it Cuthbertson? Cuthbertson. Yeah. He kept saying like, "Oh, you're a bit knackered, aren't you?" And I bet... he kept playing him, though, didn't he? Good, he good, good, good job he wasn't watching Matt Pryor on Bloody Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to say sorry to Matt Pryor because I said some very crude things about him on Thursday night at the game. But yeah, <laughs> in case he heard you. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. I know what you mean about. I can't remember who said it earlier, but. I think we're sometimes a little bit sentimental with our players. Yeah, massively. Um, mm. If you look at, I mean, to take it over to the NRL, Melbourne Storm, they just get rid of their players, apart from obviously Cameron Smith. They get rid of their players before, like a year, if not two years, before, um, you know, 
the times up sort of thing and and just get them replaced already already we 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 sort of hang on too long you know what I mean the amount of our golden generation we had playing you know right up until the end and mm. it, it's the worry about like you know my prior we can do the same there or it's that Tom that Tom Briscoe two year deal got me. Yeah, you know, I feel oh, about that. We should have definitely I mean, said adios, Tom. Thank you, and see who, you later. Who, that, who, what I want to know, and I wish they'd bring out some sort of documentary or something, or you could see some behind-the-scenes footage of... Me too. Who's in there saying, right, we need to keep him? Because there's got to be someone. It must just be sentiment. I think so. Because every... Literally, like... Sentiment not, only gets you so far, doesn't it? I mean... Why and then? But then, who makes the decision? Right, he's old and slow. He can't pass. We'll put him in centre. Agar. But I gotta say, if we praise Agar for obviously finding people and bringing the right signings in, he's surely also responsible for keeping players and choosing to keep who he keeps. But yeah, that's like, true. Yeah, yeah. Good point. It's like mm. the England. It's like the England Knights when they played. It was Broadbent were in the centre there, and he got hat trick. I know it was only Jamaica, but every time he plays, he scores. Mm. I and said we, at the we sorry, can't score. <laughs> I said I said at the start. I think Lottie put a, a thing up on um, Twitter. I can't remember. I, I said at the start of the year the four shirt was Sutcliffe to start with, and by the end of the year, Broadbent will have taken it off him. Yeah. Um. But I think the I think the time's coming now. We might as well do it now. I think Broadbent needs to be in that team sooner well, rather than later. It, it feels like we're. I know we're only three games into the season, but it feels like if we're not careful, this could turn into another transition year where it shouldn't be. Do you think so? Yeah. Absolutely. Oh my god! Because if, 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 you think, if you if if we so we've gone into a year we we've already discussed and said we're a prop shot. Yeah. And we've not addressed that over the summer, which I, which I got said he wanted Sorry, to the address. Mm. Yeah. yeah, he did. Um. And we keep just saying, "Oh, we're light on middles." The amount, how many of them look busted already? Hanley couldn't even walk on Thursday after game. Mm. Like Matt Pryor, we've said, looked. I'm hoping that when these dry tracks come, he's gonna start looking like the old Matt Pryor. But he look, he just looks old at the minute. Mm. Um, and you know, and then that's without even getting on to the four or five players that we've mentioned that no one knows why they've got a squad number. <laughs> do, you, do you think that thing, though, about you think you saying that it's going to be a transition, do you think that's because we overachieved last year? No, I think it's because we've just... I, I genuinely believe that you could... that What other teams do well, I won't mention them again, but what other teams do well is they bring in a youngster... God is gonna like we brought Broadbent in last year, right? And he's already proven he can play Super League and he can hack it mm. at Super League level. So what's what are we worried about in playing him? I think there's a bigger issue at play here with Broadbent. As 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 we said earlier, it's just today, wasn't it? Didn't you, mention, yeah. didn't you mention this last week with Broadbent? Yeah. yeah. And I, I think the fact that he didn't play at Wigan. And he didn't play at Carl. And fair enough, Tyndall kind of took his chance. I don't know if there's something at play between. I don't know. I know an attitude thing. I don't see. I don't see how 
when Fussy Tua got injured in that first, I don't, I don't know on what planet Broadbent is not automatically selected for that wing spot at Wigan away. So I don't know if there's some. Would, would you rather have Broadbent and Tyndall playing together, or is that too young and yeah. experienced? That might be yeah. absolute for me, as I've said loads on podcasts. I would have given Jack Broadbent the number four shirt, not Liam, not Liam Sutcliffe. I'd have said it's, now's the time, especially off the back of Conrad Hurrell. Now's the time for Jack Broadbent. We saw enough last year. Now's the time for him and Newman to be our, our combo for the next, you know, five, six, seven Jack, years. Jack, Jack Broadbent should have been touching the reserves. Why he's touching the reserves, I have no idea. No. No. But even if even if it, even if you don't fancy Jack Broadbent play Levi Edwards at centre, yeah, mm. you know we've we, he signed a deal out to keep him. There were NRL clubs sniffing around him. Mm-hmm. He went on loan. I know it was only Batley, but he went Batley. on loan Batley last year and proved that he was too good for the championship. Yeah. So the the youngsters we've got, Max Simpson as well. Yeah, another one. There's, He's got today. <laughs> Yeah, there's enough people with it. There's enough good, really good young talent that can come in and play. And I think it's almost like we're scared to do it and we've never been scared to make big decisions. I don't get why we can't make it now. I just don't understand why we're playing Tom Briscoe when we know exactly what we get with Tom Briscoe. It's, you know, he's quite a basic player coming, winding down to the end of his career. He's had a fantastic career and a champion player and he's, you know, he's won the lot. But I would much rather see someone like Levi Edwards or Liam Tyndall, Jack Broadbent thrown in there mm. to see what they can do rather than the tried and tested Briscoe and Sutcliffe. Mm. I'd much rather see a kid get their chance than mm. mm. someone we've seen a million times and someone I, we know. I, like you said world. earlier, forcing Briscoe into centre. Yeah. Having his natural mm. position. We've got loads of centres in, in academic reserves. Give one of them a go. Until they play, you don't know how good they are, do you? Look at Jack Walker, he burst onto the scene. I think the only centre that Tom Briscoe's better than in Super League is Alex Meller. When he <laughs> plays well. Where's the new first there? Alex, if you're listening, this is Duncan. He's got it in there. I'll just touch him on to the rest of Super League and we'll, we'll kind of put that disgraceful... Game to bed. Lee's lost 10-6, by the way, for anyone that's not seen <laughs> the game. 10-4. 10-4, yeah, you're right. Absolutely right. 10-4. Don't bother going back and watching the highlights. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so Super League as a whole, if we can, well, we're kind of touching it a little bit. Um, Saints won again. I think they're looking really good and we spoke enough about them. They, have, they did have, though... I'm not sure if you all saw this week, there was a, a bit of a report or a rumour that there was an NRL scout looking at Wormsley Knowles and, and Regan Grace. And in terms of, would would you guys prefer to see them stay in Super League or would you like to see them leave because it makes Saints weaker, Reese? Would you like to keep them in the league or would you like to go because it weakens and if, makes if it I, if, if I could pick any player from Super League to play for Rhinos, I would probably have Alex Wombs as one of my top three picks. Definitely, so, yeah. and, I, and I'd be interested to see what he could do in the NRL. Mm. And I'd certainly not want him to play against Leeds anymore because for some reason we just don't seem to be able to tackle him. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he can he, he can go for, for me. If he wants to go to NRL, I will 
you know, I'll help him out if he wants. Um, but uh, purely because of the fact he's, he's, he causes such a problem for Leeds and he, and he is a great player. But mm. also, we've also had a lot of props and English forwards go down there and not be successful. I'd be interested mm. to see if he was. Uh, Regan Grace will not be successful down there. No, no um, chance. <laughs> I, think, no. I think the scout would have watched that game and gone, yeah, we'll probably stick with Wormsley. Um, mm. But yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I'd like to see Wormsley go if he could, purely because he is that good of a player. What do you think, Josh? Um, I'm absolutely sick to death of hearing about Saints being the best <laughs> team in the Super League era. I desperately do not want them to get four in a row. Mm. Um, even if they do, what about five out of six? That's what we did. Um, yeah. I don't know. I listen to a lot of... Um, I listen to Bloke in a Bay, you know, the NRL uh, podcast, which is quite good. Mm. I think Wormsley would go all right down there. Luke Thompson's done really well in a mm. ter- terrible team. Regan Grace wouldn't have a chance. Um, who was the other player you said? Morgan Knowles. Uh, yeah, forwards, I think forwards tend to go all right down there, to be honest. And yeah, the Aussies are soft, aren't they? So the English forwards <laughs> go all right. <laughs> it's the backs yeah. that we struggle with. I, I yeah. can't remember the last back. I mean, it'd be interesting to see what Gildart does this year. I don't think he'll do... Uh, I'm not sure about... He's not in a good team either, is he? <laughs> Gildart. He came at Salford before end of the year. Yeah, I, don't, I can't see that happening. But um, I'll tell you what, the, the only reason the West Tigers signed Gildart is because they couldn't get Harry Newman. Yeah. Mm. I'd be interested to see where Harry Newman had offers because they said he had offers from Union as well, didn't they? Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. He went to look at some Union sides today yeah, as well. He did. he did actually go to Sale look, on it. That mm. he went yeah. to look at. Yeah, Sale, I think. Wasn't it Canberra in for the Huddersfield? Uh, is it Alex Price? Yeah, I saw that recently. Was that um, Aaron Barrow who wrote that, I think? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. But well, I think weekend. Leon's touting I think Leon's touting him about, isn't he? Will Price, yeah. Um, is he his agent? Uh, <sighs> I'm not sure if he's his agent, but I think he's. Um, I don't think he's going to settle at Huddersfield, is he? Let's be fair. He's going to have like. He, I don't think he's going to get a gig in NRL anytime soon. Oh, no. Nah. In their fullbacks, my God. No, yeah, I don't think he's an NRL fullback. Still stacked out with fullbacks out there. Yeah. Like legitimate, like world class. Well, they've got like five, union, they? whatever they, they, they want. Like, yeah. That new South Wales team's just. It's ridiculous. Full of fullbacks playing centres, isn't it? Mm. Tom Trevojevic can't even. The way he, I think the way he plays centre, Turbo Tommy, it's mm. it, it, changing that position, isn't it? It's going to change. Yeah, we've and got, we've got, we've got our own Turbo Tom, haven't we? Mm. <laughs> Alex free reign. Give, give Newman free reign, like what they do with New South Wales. Yeah. Yeah. Turbo, like, yeah. Latrell and. Um, Tommy Turbo just get their hands on the ball and you know whenever they want, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Do what they want and go where they want. Where like they... a luxury player because they're so good. Yeah. Mm. Kind of let them do what they want. Should and let, they got should Teddy let at the back. Do that. As anything. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Duncan, I, I'm not bothered. I'm about them. Bother. No, I'm just gonna say I couldn't care less whether they go to the NRL or not. I just don't want Saints to get another title. <laughs> <laughs> Duncan, what do you? How do you feel? Would you? Would you like to see him stay or? I think, like I, I think to be fair, I'd like to see him stay because Yeah, I think I would. I, I'm sick of everyone saying, Oh, we have to go to the NRL, we have to go to the NRL. Yeah. I'd, Weakens the league, doesn't it? Saying yeah to warn the league. I think that it's nice the way that Newman turned them down and Wormsley's turned them down before to sign a deal at St. Helens. I think it's yeah. it'd be really good if we could start to keep our own 
over mm. this side and you know start growing the sport over here rather mm. than them just going down under because let's be fair when they get plucked down under the cap's that big that they can take who they want from us anyway yeah um and the, you know the, how many times do the Aussies get <clears throat> a team will get an injury and they bring in some like 18 year old that you've never heard of that'll go on and be a household name in well, yeah. <laughs> three or four months time on debut and he's like ripping it up four tries yeah, into it. Yeah. He's like I mean, eighteen at, year old. Look at the amount of eighteen year olds that get signed and they go, they've just signed this gun outside back and it's like Reese Walsh going to New Zealand Warriors and people like who's mm. he and then who's he? starts ripping it up and they're like, All oh, right, yeah, Reese Walsh. Next minute he's got a yeah. million yeah. dollar contract. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, no, for, from a, a competition point of view, I don't think we can afford to lose him. Um but I think if you're Will Price and you're playing in front of 10 idiots and a cowbell, then you're going to want to go to an IRL. You're going to go out, yeah. Mm. Um, he, might get, think, he might get signed out there, but I, I don't think he'd play anytime soon, Will Price. I, I don't think the, only, the only position where I'd like to see some of our guys go down under is halfback. Yeah. Um, like someone like Mikey Lewis going down under. I think mm. I just, I think we have got good halfbacks in it. Like, I would love to see us say right we've when it comes to the world cup just give him the shirt just like it reminds me so much of Maguire. like you can see like mm-hmm. the try he scored the other night uh where it was a show on go he was running on the arc and he show on go and went on and dived in behind post that's danny mags all over that it, 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 yeah it just had, it screamed Maguire. Uh, you can see he's having a massive effect on his game oh, can't yeah, he? yeah 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 and I they just, did a piece on him on Sky yesterday. Then yeah, so so oh, jealous. Okay. That he's it's unbelievable how jealous I am. He's not. Like, the, comp- the competitor to Benji Marshall, I think, last year, if, if I remember right again. Yeah, Michael Lewis. Yeah. Do you not remember, you not remember when Phil Clark compared Greg Eden to Billy Slater? Yeah, <laughs> I think it was that? Phil Clark actually. Oh yeah, well, that's of course it was Phil Clark. <laughs> Phil Clark. Did you see Phil Clark's pick for Man of Steel this year? No. Yeah. Who? Brad Takarangi. Brad Takarangi? Yeah, 100%. Brad Takarangi was his pick for uh, Man of Steel. Who do you think will win Man of Steel? I know it's early days. I think Sam Tompkins will get it, mate. Again. Do a quick, quick break. Was he sick after half time? Because I, I swear. Yeah, I saw that. He yeah, he came off. Didn't he put Tyrone May on. They had to put. They had to because I, I was his fingers in his mouth. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, he was on. He was on the screen and he did it, and the, the camera moved away quickly. Sorry, I was just reminded me of that one. There, I was reading <laughs> the article earlier. I had to go past Phil McNamara saying the sim bidding was pathetic and all that and all the usual <laughs> that he says. But uh, he did say that he had to bring Sam Tonkers wasn't right. But yeah, um, he said his neon sky. Right, he definitely yeah. threw up at halftime. As he came no, that's fine. Yes, it, I mean. I don't really like the guy anyway. I think he's a, a prick, Tompkins. But do you know what? I've I've met, him, I've met him, and I hated him more because he was really nice. <laughs> oh, you're joking! I, I, he was. I, I, hey, what are you doing to us on this podcast? <laughs> Sorry, mate. I, I, I met Stefan Ratch. I met, I met I met the England team one day. Um, oh, right. back, back in 2012, and I met Sam Tompkins and Stefan Ratch, and, and I met Rob Burrow as well. And mm. uh, yeah, I had a chat with uh, Sam Tompkins and. He was really nice, and I remember saying to my dad after go because it was. You know, I think I think it was the same year he stuck up two fans at the round of the fans at the Challenge Cup final. Oh, God. yeah, and I, I, I hated him after that. I was and, right behind that, and yeah, I was. He was such a nice bloke, and I went, 
I still ate him, but I, I ate him more because he were because he was he were, it was a really nice bloke. But it was so um, nice. Anyway, <laughs> I, I don't think he'll get Man of Steel. But anyway, no, uh, I, I, I don't know who would get Man of Steel. Um, it's often the way the votes work. You've got to be getting the top points every week. So often, if you're pretty good in an average team, yeah, yeah, you can get. You can, you like know, Paul like, McShane. Exactly who I'm thinking of, mate, yeah. <laughs> like, so could, the average player, average well, team. Leeming could be in with a shot. <laughs> <laughs> all, all those 40-20s. Yeah, yeah, a couple more of them. Thinks he's enough. He kicks 40-20s and don't kick it into the sixth throw at South Stand. Right. <laughs> we'll all be happy. Just on, on, on Super League, whilst we're on it now, um, Toulouse got battered again today. Uh, what today, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. By yeah, Warrington, they're averaging. I think most teams have put at least thirty on them in the three games. Do you think, Josh, that they deserve some exemption from relegation? Do you think they should have been given a bit of time, like Catalan, to kind of bed into the top league? Yeah, I do. I think. Um, I think I feel quite strongly on this. Actually, it's probably one thing that I do feel strongly on. Mm. For example, the year the Bronco, London Broncos were in. They they had a great year, didn't they? It was like the most points any team's ever had and gone down. And I just think yeah. if we sit, I think this the sport. I think um, I, do, I do think it's, it's we're at a serious point really with like figures and interest. I think Channel Four's been brilliant, mm. um, but we need to get more eyes on the sport. And I think having teams in interesting places, more exciting places, is a good thing. But they need the time to bed in. I mean, I'm, I'm, I live in York and um, my family were actually part of founding the York Rugby Club, that, you know, originally back in the day. Mm. And um, I, I think, you know, I think there's several teams around the country that if they were added to a Super League would make it more exciting. Maybe not competitively initially, but just as like travelling support, you know, you can go see new places and stuff and... I mean, like, I can only speak of York because I'm from here, but it's like, a, it's almost like a sleeping, I don't know, it's got the potential massively. The buzz around the city for York City Nights at the minute is huge. And we, we are actually, I think I think we joined the league in 1898 or something like that, you know, originally. And um, I know it's a different club now, but, it, you know, to... to I, I just think, like, it's, an, it's, it's a different demographic, you know, like, it... People around here, they've got a little bit of money, maybe. They might, you know, invest money in the sport. And I think, to bring it back to Toulouse, I think if you're going to have a new club in the Super League, I just find it pointless. The, the gap from the Championship to the Super League is, is really big. Mm-hmm. And no team coming up wants to invest a load of money for the risk of going back down again. Mm-hmm. And then you just get this, this circle of players that end up yeah. playing for Lee, then yeah. Salford, then Toulouse. It's just boring. It's always the same team. I'd rather yeah. see Toulouse get in the, the Super League, so you've got three years, and let them blood some French players in. Yeah. Um, build up the. Because oh, there, there are loads of French players playing for Catalan on Thursday night, though, wasn't there? Mm. Well, you know, I'm just saying. I know, sorry. I was being cynical then, but. Yeah. Well, I but think, there I are think, always I... some, aren't there? You know, but even, even, if, even if they bring in two or three, two or three is better than. The yeah. non mm. for the national game, the more players that are playing Super League, it's the better, you know. And, yeah. and it would probably stop your Matty Russell's going round, or <laughs> you know what I mean. You'd, I just think if there was that security <laughs> of being in there, 
mm. just won't you just won't have the same whatever that team is that comes up next year if Toulouse goes down you know it's just going to be the same players mm. yeah they're just going to if you ring fence the league you can yeah you can't ring fence it by one no mm. no 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 I'm and, not saying again, that. I know you're talking about obviously wanting York to be up there just for your own personal things you know that that yeah. limits their opportunity to do so. And yeah. the fact that the window between the end of the season and the beginning of the season, it just doesn't give enough time to accrue it. And you're completely right. Why would you pump all that money based on a TV yeah. money that's potentially only one year? You know, it just doesn't make business sense, does it? So, if, yeah, if you give, if you ring fence it, give them more time, there might be a bit more audacious with the signing and not have to have to scrape some money at the barrel to sign someone from Huddersfield at the last minute. Yeah. Um, so, if you ring, was... ring, ring fence it, franchise it, and potentially, but then someone's always going to lose. There'll be teams that will not be happy about that. But how do you choose who to ring fence it with? Yeah, you can't be, you know, you can't please. I mean, I was in, I've lived in London for a good few years. I was there when um, London were in the Super League. The trail, that, the trail, I went a few times and the trail finals was a great stadium. They're getting a couple of thousand every week. It was a great atmosphere. I just thought like they're playing some good rugby at times as well, beating some good teams. I just thought, why, this is such a waste. Like for the first time we've got a, Team in the cap- capital that are properly competing. I just, I, I, you know, I don't know. I'm just desperate for the sport to be proactive. Mm. I'm, I'm just scared that we lose what we've had for so long. You know, I'm, I'm, I want the the the, uh, the sport to be. I think be proactive, and I don't. No one's got the right answer, but maybe you know, if you're not a Heartland club, maybe there's a little rule where you get two or three years to to bed in. I don't know. Given a chance, and then after after two or three years, if you get relegated, it's like, well, yeah, you've had a chance. We kind of gave you that chance. It's like someone else's turn, you know. Someone else can come up and they can have their chance. I think the proof's in the pudding with Catalans, isn't it? They they got that chance, and mm. you know, they would have won a Challenge Cup. They've got to a grand final now. They look like they look set like they're going to be challenging again this year. How do you feel about it, Duncan? Do you think? Sorry, just one last. I mean, who? Sorry, oh, sorry. one last thing. Who was the last team to come up from the championship and stay up? Christ, are oh, you asking? Like, what's the point? Even if it was relatively recently, it's very rare that it happens. But it happens. Mm. I just would it have been? Would it have been a work? KR cast. It would be KR, wouldn't it? Oh K-R. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in the um, yeah, yeah, yeah you right. They lost a million pound game, didn't they? That's right. Yeah. But, mm. but, you know, okay. it's not very often, is it? No. No. Not at all. How do you feel about it, Duncan? Do you think Toulouse should have been given exemption? Yeah, well, it's just a sensible thing. And, like, I just think it's where the RFL, they do something good with Catalan. Again, we talk about being a fly on the wall and making decisions. Why does someone not just say, look at Catalan as the model? They gave them exemption and look what they're doing now. They're getting to grand finals. They've won a Challenge Cup. That's where you could grow a club to. Why are we not trying to do that with Toulouse? Mm. Imagine how big, like, potentially a Toulouse and Catalan game could be three mm. years down the line if Toulouse have three years of Super League behind them. Yeah. Mm. You know, you could be selling out a stadium in France with French people going instead of just like it being Warrington, Wigan going to like the new camp to play Catalan, like mm. Wigan did. You know, we could it, the the marketing um, potential behind Toulouse and a, a Catalan game is potentially massive. That could literally go to the biggest derby in Super League. 
in the game. Had potential. He could develop France's game as well, and then you've got another international player that's competing. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. But it just seems to be that we miss a trick, and then you know, I, I, I still think Toronto. Yeah, they got it wrong, but I still think rugby league has missed the trick with Toronto. Yeah, I agree, definitely. Um, and again, this is where exemption had helped. They tried to run before they could walk, you know. Like, yeah. But look at the stir them signing Sonny Bill Williams. Yes, I know he was like a complete shadow of his former self, and it was. It didn't matter bit... though, did it? No, it no, didn't matter. No. The eyes on the sport and everything yeah. that came with it were unbelievable. That, that You're week, talking that about week. a literal global superstar. Hmm. Um, arguably the biggest signing of the last, well, certainly five years. Um, yeah. Well, I suppose Warrington signed Greg Inglis, didn't they? But that was just <laughs> as soon as they signed him, everyone were laughing in Australia. Whereas, yeah, he, he was retired. Yeah. Donny Baderas, maybe someone like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even with Danny Baderas signing, that's only a big signing in rugby league. Circle, yeah, whereas Sonny Bill Williams did it with the All Blacks. He was a massive, yeah. probably the biggest name in yeah. the whole of rugby of both codes. So him coming to rugby league in Toronto was enormous. Mm. I don't think there'll ever be. It'd, it'd have to be someone like Owen Farrell now, you know, in his peak. Mm. Have to be or Kyle someone. Eastman last year. Or Kyle Eastman, or, or one of the All Blacks now in their peak signing now. It'd have to be someone like that. But even then, are they a bigger name than Sonny? No, I don't think they are. I don't think, no. I think they'll be a bigger name than Sonny Bill for years. Yeah. Even if signed someone, I'm saying Leeds, even if someone signed uh, Tedesco or Tommy Turbo now, again, that like Danny Baderas, that's big in rugby yeah. league. You know, that'd be like, mm. wow, that is a massive, massive signing. It transcended yeah. the sports media, didn't it? It's just, it's just a global brand, this Sunny Bill. Yeah. Oh, it brought everything, didn't it? Mm. It was like David Beckham, wasn't it? Yeah, in, in I, like, was thinking of, I was thinking yeah, of you know, it, in, in terms of, you know, of that global pull. Mm. It was astronomical, and I don't think anyone else could have pulled that off apart from Toronto, really. I, I think also, that, te- you know, 10,000 fans every week. Hmm. That's that's why are we losing that? Why are we turning that? Way? I just felt like the Super League didn't want them in from the off. Yeah, yeah. And neither it did was, the the it, club owners. They didn't want them there. No, really. that's that's it, what it was. It was the as soon as they had the chance, they kicked them straight in the nuts, didn't they? And said, "Right, yeah. see you later." Like we try and serve the cesspit at Bradford as much as we can, but you know we get <laughs> yeah, to Toronto. Yeah. We're trying to bring in millions to the sport, and we just kick them out as soon as we can. Yeah, yeah. kick them at nuts and say, "Right." See you later. That's your lot. It's like that League of Gentlemen. You're not local people. <laughs> Get out. Get out. This is a local league for local. <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of touched on Rugby Union a bit there with Sonny Bill and Owen Farrell. The Six Nations are in full swing now. Reese, do, do you think that the Rhinos should still be looking at the possibility of signing Rugby Union players or do you think we got burnt too much by the Kyle Eastman saga. The, the games share the name, but I think that, I think there is such there is actually such a drastic difference between the two games. Between the two, yeah. And hypothetically, you know, I don't see the pull for any a, a union player that's playing international rugby is not going to come play league because the money they yeah. get 
from international playing international rugby is just too big. Yeah, you know, and the profile know, as well. Mm. And the profile, yeah. So, um, and you don't have to go to Wigan; you get to go to Australia and the rest of it. Um, but I, I don't. I no. I, in a short answer, no. I, I don't think it's something that we should we should be pushing for. Yeah, it might have been burnt by Carlison, but I think that shows the type of person that is available. You know, you, you, you yeah, mentioned Owen Farrell. Mm. Owen Farrell is probably one of the players that you probably could say. It would be great, you know, it'd be great to have him rugby league because I think he played rugby league a bit as a kid, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Obviously, his dad played. Obviously, you know, his dad is. Um, you know, you know, played for Wigan, St. Pat's Owen Farrell. St. Pat's was it? Yeah. So yeah. you know, hit someone like that, but someone that's new to the game that's never played league. I think it has to be in a position where it's so similar. So could you could you bring a Tulangi across, for example, to play centre? Could you play? Um, thinking of France, your, your Teddy Thomas, one of the best wingers uh, around at the moment in France. Mm. Could could he? Yeah, yeah. I think it has to be in a role that's so similar. But you're never going to pull anyone. You're never going to pull anyone that's playing international rugby. You're never going to pull them pull them away mm. from it. It'd have to be someone that's that's not getting picked anymore. Mm. How do you feel about it, Josh? Um, I think that if you were to sign someone from rugby union, it would be a risk, and we need proven players. Mm. I don't think, by the way, I don't think the Carl Eastman thing, we, I don't particularly think we had much to lose on that. There wasn't much on the cap. We got rid of him after however many games. I just but, think... But, but, Carl failure, played, but Carl Eastman played with Belize, so at least he knew he understood yeah. sport. Yes, I know he'd been trained out of it in the last six Yeah, they're kind of coming back on it. But I just he'd still understood the game. Yeah, I just thought it was a bit of like, oh, we'll give it a go. If it doesn't work, then so what sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I, I just think... Get a union player. I can't really think of many that have worked. Mm. But it was right it was Eastman need... that made the decision to retire as well. It wasn't us that yeah. said. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like, how long would we have persisted with it had he not like, said that? <laughs> so, yeah, says more about his mentality, doesn't it? A bit. If he... yeah. yeah. But yeah, Duncan, I think I think we just need proven players right now. How do you feel about it, Duncan? Do you think it's worth a risk if we get someone with any? Quality. No, I, don't, I don't think. I think no. when you're talking the standard of play that you get is Luther Burrell or Kyle Eastman. I think we'll leave it well alone. <laughs> I always think it, it kind of depends on the position that Reese is absolutely correct because you can't be having a prop or someone like that from. You can't have any of the pack, can you? From no, you can't have any of them from. You got, you got, you know, I mean, I played. I've never played league, but I always played union, and you've got specialist mm. positions in union which just don't exist in league. Obviously, yeah. you're no, fine, no. You're back, you're fine, but the the roles that they play just don't exist in the league because of the technicality and, and of the rooks in 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 the tackle area. It's different. It's yeah. a different. It's a different type of game. But yeah, it, you're right. It has to be something that's similar position. Mm. But even like the scrum half, it won't come over as a scrum half. To me, there'd be a nine. Yeah. Yeah. Best it would be a nine. Mm. Yeah. Done. Happy. Yeah. Solid. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, the mailbag is open now. I asked for your questions on Twitter and comments and DMs, and we've got absolutely loads to get through now. So we'll kind of finish on this and get through all these questions. Thank you very much for sending them in. I'll now ask the, go through these and ask the panel. The first question is from Graham Harvey, and it's on Richard Agar. And he says, if Agar gets to boot and moves upstairs, who do you think would be the next head coach? Or will we need to wait until the end of the season? We have kind of touched on it on the pod, but 
very quickly, guys. Uh, start with Reese. Do you think we should wait till the end of the season with Rhaegar? I think it's too early to tell. Um, I think I think if I'm answering, if I'm Gary Heverington, I'm saying you, you'll have the year. If, I, if I'm answering it, I'm saying I think we've got a bit more time to, mm. until we make a, a firm decision. What do you think, Josh? Um, I don't think there's any point getting rid of him until there's someone we can go and get. Mm. Um, I don't like the idea of giving it to Sean Long. Um, mm. Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, because of that, I think he's got time. I think... Oh, Let's see what happens in a few months' time. I mean, we're only three games in. Jack Walker's only just coming back. We've got a few players to come back, some combinations to work on. A month from now, things could look different. You never know. But I think, like, going back to what we said earlier, we sort of touched on it, didn't we? I think Hetherington's already said the long-term future isn't here. We're just waiting for the right man to come along. Mm. Duncan? Uh, if he loses at Wakefield, he can walk home. There you go. That's and I, I think I do think I genuinely think he's on borrowed time now. The, the, Who would so you put in think, that? Who would you put in? I think right. I'll probably go with a mixture of Long and JJB. No, no, Tem- no, no, no. no. And, if we get beat by Wakefield and we score less than twenty points against Wakefield, Long can walk home to St. Helens, Ergaf can go home to Hull, <laughs> and then we get an assistant in and we get a coach, and even if it's a coach at the end of the season, move yeah. Ergar upstairs. Get Maguire back from Hull KR as an assistant, and get an experienced coaching with the view of Danny Mags taking over from him. But who? Tony Smith. Bring Tony Smith with him. You think? Yeah, you think you could do that. Tony Smith. Tony Smith has proven he can make the big calls and bring in youngsters. That's what we're crying out for. We're not wanting to see concrete boots Briscoe in the centre getting skinned by every centre that's got any sort of speed. <laughs> And Briscoe's been rinsed on this okay, on this podcast. Okay, vu. Just got <laughs> no. a testimonial as well. <laughs> the next question is from testimonial, though, to be fair, I will say. Yeah, he did. He's been a champion player. The next yeah. question is from Cheeky Diddles, and they ask, Where does the game rank in terms of the coldest game you have ever attended in the summer era? We kind of spoke about this just in the waiting room before starting the podcast. I th- it's the coldest game I have ever been to, without shadow of a doubt. How cold does it rank up there for you, Duncan? Coldest ever? Yeah, like literally when I got in the car after the game, I had the heated <laughs> seats on and I still couldn't feel my feet. I couldn't feel my thighs. I was like, yeah, no, it were horrible. And okay. the fact, I think I was more grumpy at the fact that I'd watched what I'd watched. Yeah. I think that's mm. what made it worse. <laughs> that made it colder. Yeah. <laughs> we, had nothing, we had nothing to celebrate, did we? So we couldn't move to warm up. No, we had nothing um, to cheer. We had, we had nothing to clap or applaud. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely the coldest game I've ever been to, uh, uh, Cheeky. Next question is from Adam Reese, And he asks, do you think our poor attacking play against Catalan was more to do with the conditions? Or do you think it's a personnel issue? which may drag on this season, Josh. How do you feel about that question? Uh, well, I asked the question, didn't I, earlier, and you said the conditions weren't an effect. Um, no, they were. Also, personnel. I think we can still... We were all excited about season in Austin before, weren't we? I think... Um, yeah, still you know, time. Hmm? There's time there. Personnel may be Agar hmm. um, and Long, because he's in charge of the attack. Uh, hmm. But, yeah, I don't know. I think... Um, 
I think we get a few. I think Newman and Newman makes things happen, you know, especially yeah. too. If he's this play, you know, he's top try scorer two years ago in the NRL, wasn't he? Mm. Um, if you can get things going, things might be a lot different in a few weeks' time, hopefully. Mm. Reese, how do you feel? Do you think it's a, a personnel issue with our attack? I think the, I think that the players have got the ability to do it, but I said it earlier. There was no one taking up that mantle to take that leadership in that team. No, no one took that leadership to speed that game up to, at the ruck at the tackle to force the referee to make a decision because we're all shouting for it on the mm. sidelines. But you've got to force the referee. You've got to try and make an attempt to get up. So I'm going to say personnel, not ability wise, but just men- mentality. Yeah, it was. Did Lee? Did Lee come back on? Warrington. No, no, no. So we're left with Dwight, weren't we? Yeah, we're running around yeah. like headless chicken, yeah. What do you think, Duncan? Do you think it's a personal issue with our, that might drag on this season? Uh, I, think it's a mixture of every, I think it's a mixture of everything. I think on Thursday was the first time where I saw Leeming and mm. thought, you just need to be a hooker. Mm. But that text, see, to me, if Caesar's not telling him, just getting a hooker and giving it a ball. Yeah. Agar needed to sit because he was stood on each other's toes and it was just absolutely crazy. It was it, same at Wigan, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, it needed Leeming to just go into nine and be a nine. Mm. And if he can't do it, I'd say get Dwyer on, but he can't pass. So that doesn't help the attack. Corey Johnson. Yeah, Johnson. It, it were re- well, he played in reserves again. Reserves are a good side today. Um, <laughs> um, there might be a game at Wigan. But I think if, if you look right across the board, I mean, I know I've hammered him, but when you've got a centre that can't pass, it stifles your attack. And the issue yeah. with centre, it's only one position in, but you have the winger blitzing you. So if your hands aren't good and you can't pass a ball, that attack stops dead with you. It doesn't matter whether your winger's got 10 metres of space, you are not going to be able to get that ball to him. Are you um, talking about Duncan? Because I don't think you mentioned this person. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I don't, Cliff. Yeah. And I don't, a lead skiff for me has got to be carrying an injury. Because Yeah, why is he not? St- he's not been stuck. Did he have his thigh strapped? Am I right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he did. But did he, he have his thigh, left thigh strapped? Sean, he's been, I mean, to me, he's one of the best props in the league and he's been appalling the last two weeks. Uh, just, well, not at his level. Which yeah, says to me that he was something. Yeah. Um, mm. I mean, he had his thigh strapped up, didn't he? But oh, he did, I, yeah. I just, I don't know. I just, mm. it, it baffled me. And then you've got another winger in Hanley who is playing on one leg and Suckless making breaks and he can't keep up with him. Yeah. You, you know, we every area of the attack were disappointing. Um, there you so, go. That's your answer there, Adam. <laughs> A bit of everything covered there. Next question is from Dom. And he says, "Do you feel like, sorry, do you feel like we are already on borrowed time catching up after going zero and three? I think it's early days. I know we've kind of slammed the rhinos on this because they've been rubbish, but I think you know it, it is still early days. Three games in, if we get Newman, Fussy Tour, and Martin back, like Reese said, that's a lot of of go forward and gun, you know, gun strike players there. Do, do you think it's?" Do you think we've got a lot of catching up to do, Josh, at the moment, being played three, lost three? Uh, only if we were going for the league leader shield, but I don't think um, anyone mm. realistically thought we were doing that. Mm. Um, nah, I, don't, I think we're all right in that sense. Um, mm. Things do need to change, but I don't think we're quite on borrowed time. No. Reese, do you think, we're on, think we've got a lot of catching up to do? 
I don't just remember what we did last year. How did we start last year? Because I think we lost the first three. We lost, lost the first two in the bounce, didn't we? Did we lose two and then win and then lose two? Sure, we went two win, lost two. Can't remember. It will win yeah. percentage we got in on though, wasn't it? The percentages, yeah. 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 So we, we did the best out last year. I've said it earlier. We played we played three playoff sides in last year. I mean, arguably we should have won the first game. We shouldn't have won the last two. Yeah. Ask that question next week, it'll be a different answer that I give now. But at the moment, <laughs> I don't throw it on borrowed time. If we no. lose next week, my answer will change. Mm. Duncan? Um, if we lose against Wakefield, I, to me, it always builds this pressure building. And it's how the play, it's a pressure club to play for at, at, anywhere because of the expectation. Mm. And when we're playing poorly, that expectation and nervousness builds and it can sometimes transcend to the players on the field. Mm. And I think we're in a danger of that's where it could get to. It could snowball. Mm. And then everything just gets magnified and it can become quite, you know, we can lose games that we should win and stuff. I, I don't know. Um, if we get beat by Wakefield, they need to make serious changes. And to me, he needs to make serious changes to so start in 13 and bench anywhere. Mm. Um, but, we're not out. I mean, I still think we'll get top four. We're only two wins behind getting top four. And if you look yeah, from I do. four down, each side are much of a muchness. Mm. For but me. Three tough games to start as well. We should be beating yeah. Catalan at home. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, mm. But, yeah. If it was a Catalan no, full strength team, I wouldn't have felt as bad as what I do. But it wasn't. No, there look quite a lot of key personnel missing. Next question is from Leanne, and she agrees with um, Duncan. Would love to see someone like Tony Smith back at Leeds. So Duncan's not the only one here who thinks. I think Mark says that as well, doesn't he, Duncan? You yeah, go to games yeah, with him, we, I believe. We talk about it all He's, the time. Yeah, he said that on a podcast previous well, about, about Tony Smith coming back. I just think when you look at the decisions he made in that 2014 team, mm. He got the blend of youth and experience right, and I don't believe we've done that yet in this team. I still think there's a couple of tweaks that they could make to get that balance a bit better. Mm. I think he's doing too much of a good job at KR, to be honest, to um, to jump to us. But we, are, we as I said, we do have that pull. And do, do you realistically think he would come back, Reese? Do you think that's some of that? Should should we offer him? Do you think he would jump from KR back to Leeds? Well, I do know the guy really, really well. So, um, do you? Uh, no, of course not. <laughs> I um, thought you were going to say, ask him. <laughs> um, <Ring> him now. <laughs> I don't think he's the sort of guy that will leave with you. No, no, I don't. When did he leave no. Huddersfield to come to us? Have you, are, you, are you just about to throw that right back in my face? <laughs> I'm just, I'm not, I'm not trying to throw it back in your face, but I'm sure that was mid year. Let me have a, have a look. Mm. Someone's go. Someone's googling it now. Ah, Wiki, Wikipedia, <laughs> the source of all truth. Good old Wikipedia. Sarah, the next November two. Oh, sorry. November two thousand three, just after we moved from Daryl on Daryl Powell, so end of the season. Oh, end of the wow. year. Start of the year. Yeah, but you're not the only ones. Uh, Duncan and Mark. Leanne also wants to see Tony Smith back at Leeds. Uh, Sarah says. Thank you for the TV show. Oh, last on the last podcast, someone asked what TV shows we're watching. So Sarah said, "Thank you for the TV show choices last week." 
I am enjoying all of us are dead, no problem. Franco says we will we will look much quicker with Newman and Fusitua in uh, back in the side. Tyndall, the only real threat we have. We were really poor in attack. Agree with that. Brian says I'm still positive that we will finish in the top four. Me too. Michael says love the podcast, guys. Keep up the good work. It's getting me through my days whilst I'm working. Thanks, Michael. Paul says, um, Lottie, you've spoke about the Leeds kit before. I genuinely believe it is the best Leeds kit we've had in over a decade. I don't know about that, guys. Do you like the new Leeds kit, Duncan? This home shirt, sorry. Yeah, I, 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 we spoke about it yeah. last year, wasn't it? When, mm. it, when it got I, I, I do love it. and I, I love that they've... In, sorry, just to nip in. I, I love that they've incorporated bureaus. I think, personally, it's the best since... 2019, that was a nice one. You know, that looked like that 68 shirt. Carry on, sorry. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I, I think it's a nice one. I think uh, yeah, I do. it'd be nice to see the seven embroidered in the amber stair as the touch to Burrow. Yeah. Um, that, I think they need to keep that nod to Rob forever now. Oh, yeah, yeah no, that doesn't, mm. to me, that doesn't change. Um, mm. But yeah, no, I, I like it. I'd like to see them bring out the retro shirts and get a Carlin Black Label shirt. Yeah, at least. yeah that'd be good. Because mm. they were my f- that, that was when I first started going that, and I, they're the ones that uh, I'm waiting for them to release. But my mate actually works for Oxen, and I keep saying to him, you need to release them. Well, the Oxen CEO was on this podcast, you know, Lee Jenkinson. Right, and he, right. he did say when I spoke to him that the next batch of retro shirts were due for release in February. Let's... End of February now. Mm, so I don't have one. He said that they were they're releasing the next batch, so maybe See, they're still due. If, if, if they'd have released the Cowling Black label instead of a pink and blue training gear, I might have had a little. Well, I wouldn't have smiled, but I might have bought it. <laughs> he wouldn't have smiled, but he might have bought it. <laughs> I, I bought. I bought the nineteen ninety five one. And then it was yeah. only when I wore it for the first time, my mate went, you look like a... I was walking around heading on it. He went, you look like a, a jockey. You're doing nothing wrong. <laughs> and I, and I've, not, I've not wore it since. I've not wore it since. And it's Because it's that... The quarters one, isn't it? The blue yellow quarters one. I've not yeah. worn it since he told me that. Because it, I do look like a jockey when you wear it. So, uh, <laughs> But no, I do like this home kit. I mean, personally... Yeah, I, I do. My favourite was the 2015... One of my favourites is the 2015 one. I don't know if it's because mm-hmm. it was the trouble winning season. Yeah, um, I don't know if it's because of that, but I just I, a bit different. I like. I don't know. I liked it. Don't know why. I yeah. want. I I tell you which one. The wear shirt that I liked was when we absolutely smashed St. Ellen's like thirty-three-six in the final. That. Oh um, yeah. Which one was, was that? Almost like a really dark navy blue with yellow piping. Yeah. Mm. yeah, that was good. Yeah. Two thousand eleven. Yes. Yeah. Was it eleven? Yeah. Yeah. When Donald skipped round Wellens. Yeah, what a game! Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. What do you think of this this season's shirt, Josh? Which we think it's been the best in over a decade. I don't know about I, that. Yeah, I don't know about that. I, I do really like it, though. I really yeah. like it. Um, I mean, unpopular opinion. I don't like the away shirt at all. I don't like it either. Mm. Got a good reception on Twitter, but I do not like it. Mm. Um, but yeah, I love the home shirt. I think it's great. All in agreement there. It's a fantastic home shirt. It's a couple of options there. Sean says, Austin is the only bloke who can score. We kind of touched on that earlier in the, in the match review. Here's a good question. Jason asks, 
Hi guys, what is your current favourite beer? Now this is a, this is a pretty oh, pointless oh, question oh, to me because I don't drink, but I do drink non-alcoholic beers. And my favourite at the moment is, um, I think it's Adam's Ghost Ship. Yeah, they're doing an alco- alcoholic one, yeah. That's that's really nice. I would recommend that. What's your favourite beer at the moment, Josh? Beer drink? Yes. Yeah. You do drink? Um, I'm drinking, beer at the moment. I'm drinking a Timothy Taylor's Hopical Storm right now. There you go. So that's a good recommendation. You won't get that many places, I don't think. <laughs> Reese, do you drink favourite beer? Uh, I'd probably drink too much if, um, if, if, if we're going to start listening to an AA meeting. Um, <laughs> non-alcoholic wise, I don't know if you've tried Brulo Brewery, um, but they're brewery that only do non-alcoholic beers. Um, their beers are fantastic um, for non-alcoholic. Um, best bit. I'm just looking. I'm just. I've actually just checked it. Looked at my Untapped app now, and I've got. I've got over one thousand two hundred beers to look at, and I'm not quite sure which one to choose. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have. <laughs> I'm going to have one that I chose today, uh, Piñata by uh, North Brew Co. Uh, it's the Mango and Guava IPA. I uh, haven't had it for ages. I actually had it earlier today in Cliverow. It's a banging beer. absolutely love it. So I'll go with that one for now. North Brewing Company oh. did a uh, Leeds United beer, didn't they, for the square ball? They did a um, yeah, Californian pale ale, and that's that's really nice as well, to be fair, yeah. Yeah. Delicious. Duncan, I'm a do you drink favourite beer? I don't, I, don't drink, I don't drink beer. I'm a lager, aren't they? What's your favourite lager? Superbock. Super Bock. There you go, Jason. There's our choices across the board. Um, Alison asks, will there ever be videos of the podcast? Highly unlikely. Very much got a face. She don't want videos. No. You, no, <laughs> no, you don't. What, what, what are you lot doing? <laughs> definitely do not want to see my mug. I've got no, a, no, no. My head's enormous. I don't think it's Fair too big radio. for the screen. Any camera. I'd have to have it zoomed out, stood on the end of my driver so much to get my head in. No, I'd, I'd highly unlikely that there'll ever be videos of this, Alison. Just audio only. Just for all time, as pants drinking beer. What more? <laughs> <laughs> and Ollie asks on, on... Throwing darts at Tom Briscoe. So. <laughs> Ollie also asks on a similar thing about the podcast. When are you doing the watch-along game? And which game will it be? Well, it will be a watch along, but I, I think I will host like a a Twitter space with, with um, whatever they're called, where we I'll kind of ask a couple of guests and we'll watch a game live, and to kind of invite people to listen to it. But that, that'll Don't that'll come in time. No, still working on that. Still working on that. Uh, Jono says Thompson needs to go now. Needs to go early in the season so we can make way for a mid-season signing from the NRL. Kind of touched on that earlier, didn't we? With them, um, you think it's a good idea to to cut him to to, to have the possibility of bringing someone in mid-season, Reese? Is it a bit harsh? <laughs> I, I feel like we've got we went across that line earlier on. The, earlier on, <laughs> that line went on. I do feel sorry. If, Bros- if, if Briscoe and Mel are listening to this, then yeah, they're not going to have a good time, are they? Um, or Thompson. Um, look, you, you've always got to you, you've always got to look at making your team as best as possible. If that one, if, mm. that, if that's what needs to happen, and that's what needs to happen. Simple. I think it obviously. I think it depends on who becomes available. Like Josh said earlier, the NRL starts next week, so it's really early days in, the, in terms of NRL starting and and getting going. It depends if someone. Have, Quality, especially a prop, Tarek becomes available. Sims is available, isn't he again? 
Yeah, I, think... I thought we were we were rumoured with him, weren't we, Terry? Saint, we'll Saint George, said, he's trying to stay and fight for his place, but Saint George aren't going to play him. They had a trial game and he didn't play. He was brilliant for the Blues last year. He served that try, didn't he? So someone like that, then you definitely stick with Thompson. Thompson that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure we should get rid of Bodine Thompson before someone comes available, though. We're already no. late. What I mean, does I don't, he offer, I don't like him. Well, he's just a body. Yeah, but, yeah. It's just there. Yeah. <laughs> who would you put? I, do, I don't know who you would put in a prop. Who's in the academy that you'd put in? Uh, Sam Walters. Well, Buzzy yeah, Mustafa yeah. and Walters are injured, aren't they, at the minute? Yeah. Mm. But in terms of back row, I'd play Jared O'Connor over. I'm over... talking prop. I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. prop. Yeah. Prop. With Holroyd out and only having uh, four anyway. Would Joel Rudge with Featherston out? They'll have someone better than Bodine Thompson. Brett Ferris. The next question is from Ian, and he says, I like the Bulldogs in the NRL. Who do the panel like? I think he's kind of saying, who do you support? Who do you follow in the NRL? Has anyone got a side out there? The like bunnies. To... Bunnies? Any reason? Uh, just because I had a, I just really like Sam Burgess. Mm. Um, I watched that Slamming Sam documentary, and if you've That's got so 40, good, that. if you've got forty-five minutes spare, I absolutely recommend watching that. Um, mm. I think you can get it on YouTube. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no bunnies. I Josh, met got Sam a... Burgess in the arm right. Headingley. What are you? Um, right? What are you? They just have, yeah, no, he was he was a really nice guy. Uh, yeah. I didn't forgive him for like turning leads down and all that, but <laughs> um, no, yeah, no, he was he was a real nice guy, real nice. Josh, guy. have you got a NRL side? Uh, no, I love watching it. I watch a lot of it, um, mm. but I can't I can't have a favourite side really when I've got no attachment to anywhere. I've never been there, or you know, I mean, I like to see, the, you know, I've got favourite players more than a side probably. Mm. Reese, we got an NLL side you like to watch? Um, New Zealand Warriors. Me too. Simply because they're not Australian. <laughs> I, I, I lived in I lived in New Zealand for a year, so oh um, wow. So I, that's probably why um, I'd go for them. Yeah, the Warriors for me too, just because they're they not have Australian. A really good kit as well, New Zealand. They do have a really yeah, they have nice kits as well. Every year they've got. I know. Kit. They've got some really nice. Nice kits. Uh, Brian says that she's really looking forward to the women double headers at Headingley. Uh, I think there's a couple coming up. Uh, I just hope that they, those games, those women games, are before the men. Yeah. Simply because I know the Warrington game. That I think was a mistake at the Warrington. That was that was biggie mm-hmm. there, especially with Channel Four being there. They might have had a bit more coverage with if. I mean, I'm not sure, going to say they're going to show the game, but they could have spoke about it and said, you know, this has been a double header. Come on down. This is what what the Rhinos are doing. And I think all that pretty much is touch side, isn't it? So yes, yeah, I mean, you, I think that was that was why I think I think that was a chance. Miss, so I am looking forward to them. We touched on it before, Duncan, but this is a great idea. These double headers, don't you think? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, an event. Mm. Yeah, it gets it keeps people in the ground as well for longer, doesn't it? Um, gets them in earlier, you know. If yeah, yeah, yeah. Before the event. Um, no, I think it's a really good idea. I think we've touched on it in previous podcasts. I think the mm-hmm. rugby league could do more in terms of like a heritage round. Um, women in league. Women in league. You know, pretty much taking what Australia do. 
Yeah, just copy them. Hmm? Why not? It works over there. Absolutely, yeah. Um, we've touched on heritage shirts from the Rhinos that I'm sure people would be interested in buying. Mm. Um, and Everington, instead of putting training apparel out, could you know, could be selling another shirt. Mm. What do you think of these double headers, Reese? Think they're a good idea? I think they're a fantastic idea. You've you've, you've got to promote that one club mentality. Just you know, whether you know they've got the same name, the same badge. You know, they're as much part of the Rhinos as the men's team. So, but you, so absolutely, you've got, to, you've got to make sure that. You've got to make it. You know, you've got to put them in the best position to be able to, to be able to watch. So I think they like after the. I know obviously the Warrington game was a twelve o'clock kickoff. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure they probably won't. You know, they're probably not played at ten o'clock in the morning since they were in the in the junior section. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's but, but yeah, they, they need to be organising that. So it's 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 before before the game um, mm-hmm. because. I would certainly go into the stadium earlier to go, you know, at least catch up oh, the majority of it, you know, get a pint and watch it. Um, mm. And, you know, they, they, they didn't win last year, did they? But they won, they won the year before, was it? Or the year before? before yeah, the COVID, year before. Yeah, the before COVID. Yeah, before. yeah, they won then, yeah. They won the Cup as well, didn't they? Yeah, I think so. Before. I'm sure they did. What do you think of these double headers, Josh? Good idea? Yeah, I think it's ace. I think, um, yeah. mm. I think we need as many good news stories coming out of the sport as possible and as the men's game as we keep getting told is you know losing numbers or whatever turning into a minority sport Mm. um the women's women's sport is hot at the minute and i think we should jump you know push that and become one of the biggest women's sports let's push it and uh get as many people following it as possible i agree with everyone else i think before the game is miles better um can you imagine staying after Losing to Catalans like that to watch a win. Oh, definitely game. Wouldn't a freezing cold night. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Whereas, like you say, if it was before, I bet you'd go down, watch a bit. And I think it's great for the girls, you know, young girls to have role models. Um, definitely. I just don't really see a downside of it, to be honest. No, and I think, I think the success, I think these will be a real, a real success and they'll happen more often. There'll just be more, you know, there'll be, there'll be more of them. And especially in the summer. It's made for, for the it. World Cup as well, I think. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I get more eyes on the game. And... I was just about to say, build it up towards the World Cup, and I don't like to give the RFL too much praise because they haven't done much good. But what they've done with the World Cup in terms of doing it all together, the men... Ah, that's in field, that. That is... Was it Kevin did right? Okay, well, that makes sense, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> but it's, that's a, it's a phenomenal idea, but you've got to get the interest ahead of that. Mm. And, you know... Yeah. Good, it's good PR what they're doing, but you build the build the excitement for it in the lead up to it, um, yeah. that, because that'll sell tickets for the women's games as well. Yeah, brilliant idea, Brian. And we're all looking forward to those. I think it's good having a, a female on the punditry team as well. You know, get some names about, get some household names. Yeah, definitely. The more on, the more people on telly that the the wheelchair players, the disability players, the women's players, the more recognisable they become. So the more the more you see them on Sky and Channel Four. You just come that first name term. Oh yeah, that's so and so. He plays for so and so. She plays for so and so. Yeah, really good idea, and looking forward to him. But I agree. I do think that there should be not the 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 support act, but I just feel that if they're on before, you know, it's going to get people into the ground earlier. The people be drinking, taking more food and drink on behind the tools for old GH. Yeah, I love it. Great idea, and yeah, we can't wait for it. The next question is from Elephant. don't know what that's about. <laughs> they say, uh, Lottie, Leeds United, WTF is going on. can only assume that this person has put this after... He's been sacked. Oh, it's, not, it's not official yet, 
but it's not official yet. Duncan sat there chuckling because I don't know <laughs> everyone's going there, but Duncan's a Crystal Palace fan, so he's a uh, his shoulders glory to Paul. I think it is. I I went quiet then because I got my phone bump blew up with uh, he's gone. Everyone's reporting it. It's happened. Breaking news. Are you so, actually kidding me? Le- Leeds Leeds haven't said anything yet, but it's... Leeds haven't. But all the reporters have. Uh, There's only one way to find out. I'm just going to quickly check now. Phil here. There's only one way that you're going. Yeah, I'm heartbroken. Me, I think that's the wrong decision. Phil yeah, I know. Aren't you, aren't you getting some guy from Leipzig that lasted RB six Leipzig. We're basically getting Paul some American, American equivalent. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you just get Big Sam and go down with him? Go down in the blaze of glory. I have to. I have to admit. I think that's wrong. Call that. Something needed to change, either because that system was not working with those players. Yeah, but you've got against the top clubs. You've got. Two. It wasn't working against Everton. It did against West. Um, yeah, it did against West Ham. It did against West Ham. Villa. Did against Newcastle. We've got a much easier run now, and we're getting Phillips back. You know, I just think no other no other manager is going to get um, this group of players. They're all Championship. Well. Half of them are championship players anyway. I yeah. just think it's the wrong call to the end. What, what, I think, at the end of the season, I think it's enough, wrong for right him. Right now is wrong. He doesn't deserve it. 60 million up the wall on Rodrigo and yeah. and Dan James as well, didn't you? He doesn't deserve to go out like this. Let's put it that way. No, it shouldn't no. end this way. No, it shouldn't, shouldn't end this way. I'd have kept him. Yeah, me too. So I'd have kept him kind of... We all say that he should wait. To, you know, we should have gone to the end of the season gracefully. That all, 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 all podcasts been game. Agar needs to go now. <laughs> no, he absolutely does. He don't need to go gracefully. I would have. I think Bielsa. We should have just accepted him till the end of the season, and what would be would be. But he I definitely think he would have done it. But yeah, I agree. Yeah, you would have down to three worse teams than you anyway. Brentford have fallen. Free falling. I think. I think we would have been. I think that's short sightedness, but. Yeah. yeah, and I hope he isn't remembered this way. No, I, d- I doubt it. I don't know. Against it this season, because it, it, it's the football that, that I've 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 grown to love. Just you know, attack, 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 and all right, you get you get spanked seven, eight, nine, nine games a year. But you know, look at the playing that way got us those wins at yeah. Villa last year, Leicester, Man but City, Man City with ten men. With ten men, you know, playing, parking the bus would have been nowhere near. Yeah, getting those results. So, but like keeping us in games and also losing us games. But yeah, if it, I, agree. nothing's been confirmed yet. Phil Hayes kind of saying that it's it's happening, and there's other journals as I'm on Twitter now looking. But I think it's a sad end in terms of what's going on. I don't know. After I, did, I didn't watch the game today. We got beat by Spurs 4-0. I, did, I purposely didn't watch it because I knew we were going to get hammered. So I kind of went out with, with the wife and kids instead. And Yeah, but, but everyone knew we were going to lose these games. It just seems... I don't know. Just, I felt the, the worst I've felt this year, and taking into account Man City put seven past us and Liverpool battered us and Everton battered us, the Newcastle game for me was the uh, biggest worry. Yeah, the Newcastle game at home was a lot... When we lost one nil, yeah, that was awful. That's been the biggest worry for me for United this whole, especially off the back of we just beat West Ham away, didn't we? Game before, yeah. If you if you so, win that, I think the gap would have been ten, eleven points, thirteen points. Newcastle and that were really, awful as well. Newcastle was oh, diabolical, and that really kick-started their year, didn't it? 
that win well, against still the one again today, didn't they? So they're, they're above us. The again today, yeah, and they've had a, they've knocked a couple of wins together. I think they beat Villa and someone else. It's like kick started their season and kicked us in nuts, and we just started getting into free fall. I feel we're less confident of staying up with him gone than if he was staying. Oh, God, I do. And I also think that who's this coach that we've been linked with? Jesse this, Marsh. Jesse yeah. Marsh. That to me just sounds like get someone in who's going to be rubbish because they, they need to forget Bielsa, like a fall guy to me. You know, just get someone in. He'll do. He'll patch us up, and then we'll get someone else in. But oh god, don't get me renting. You've got. You've got to think. The people in charge at United have got so much wrong. So basically, you know, what you're saying is you're getting a second Richard Ergar. <laughs> 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 so much wrong. Bielsa was the only thing they got right. Mm. <laughs> thing they actually, you know, they got they did. Remember the old badge, uh, oh, the new badge. Oh, sorry, bro, bro <laughs> badge. Yeah, they got that <laughs> diabolically wrong. I and then the, I, read, I saw something on these Rhinos group saying that. Do, do you think our badge is outdated? Yeah, they've been talking about that on self standard for a while, haven't they? I do think it's outdated. We've we've kind of touched on it on the podcast a few times. I, I wouldn't like to see it change completely. I do think it needs tweaking and revamping, you know, modernising. That Rhino's look... Facebook group is um, it's, it's, it's a, a different place. world it's a, it's of life. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. <laughs> there was a guy on there comparing Brad Dwyer to Rob Burrow. Really? And I, at that point, I turned around really? and I actually said, never, ever... Type that from your computer again. It must have been a wind up. No, no, no. It genuinely wasn't. The, the, it must have been to. Have you got a Facebook account? No, I'm not on. Just you Twitter. Just need to go on and just join that group. Oh blimey! Ge- genuinely, just go on and join the group and just read people's opinions. <laughs> it baffles. I don't get. It'd be like Sean Long teaching the rhinos with his hand over his good eye instead of his glass eye. <laughs> um, I don't get what they watch. I literally don't. Yeah, it, it is but, worth the. It is worth a read. I have to sign up. In terms of Leeds United, yeah, I, I think the writing could be on the wall. But uh, yeah, we'll see. And the last question is from Marco, and I think this is a a solid question to finish this podcast. And I'd like to thank you for listening. And Marco asks. In terms of junk food, fast food, which is your favourite, guys? Mackey's, KFC, or Burger King? KFC. Oof, Mackey's. Oh, ha, 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 ha. McDonald's breakfast. <laughs> McDonald's breakfast. McDonald's breakfast is insane. McDonald's during the day is crap, but McDonald's breakfast is insane. But if it, yeah, if I'm going to have one of the, one of the three, KFC any day of the week. Duncan? KFC. Um, but it annoys me when you go to KFC and they say we sold out of chicken. <laughs> do, you that? do you remember that happened in that moment when I had to go to Burger King I've had to go to Burger King <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it happened to me in a service station I went to KFC and they went we sold out of chicken I was like right okay so they just had chips <laughs> I, I, don't even, I didn't even ask what they were selling I was that disappointed I was like yeah and they went into why didn't the they shut I, I go to Subway and say with no bread. Yeah. <laughs> What's the point? Yeah. Why didn't the shut? I've had it happen to me three times. 
I don't Bank in KFC. I'm they think I'm going to order a load of chicken, but <laughs> we pulled into a yeah. drive through in the one in Horsworth, and they went, we've sold out of chicken. Why are you open? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Turn the lights out, go on. But you know when it's one of them things where you really fancy it as well? Mm. <laughs> and then you like... Did you go find the other one? You had to drive down to Geisley? Yeah, I did, yeah. <laughs> and then it was cold as well, and it, 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 it wasn't worth it. I'm on my own here, but I think Burger King's the best. Too expensive for what it is. Really? Oh, I love yeah. it. For me, it's definitely Burger King, but I do agree with uh, Reese that Mackey's breakfast is lovely, especially oh, the hash browns. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Extra, yeah. extra hash browns. Gentlemen, thank you very much for coming on to the podcast. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Not a problem at all. Um, yeah, welcome back, Duncan. Um, if you two want to come back on and become regulars with Duncan, feel free. <laughs> You're very much um, welcome back on any time. Thanks a lot for your input tonight, everyone. Nice one, mate. Nice one. It looks like, it looks like we're just finishing in time to see Josh Taylor fight. We are. We are. Thanks a lot, guys, and uh, you all take care, won't you? Well, that's it. That was the match panel for Leeds Rhinos versus Catalan Dragons. Uh, I'd like to thank Duncan, Josh and Reese for coming on. Two great new guests and a great regular, as always. I forgot to mention during this whole review, this whole podcast, that Josh is actually in a band. Yeah, he's in a band, a local band called Kimber, K-I-M-B-E-R. They are available on Spotify, so give them a search if you'd like to listen to them. Their new single, uh, Melancholy Spring, comes out on 26th of April, and it is going to end this podcast, so I'm going to play it as soon as I finish talking right now. If you do want to come onto the podcast to review a game with us, with the panel, feel free to get in contact with myself. At Lot17A on Twitter, feel free to send me a comment or a DM, etc. And we'll, uh, we'll get you booked in. Quite a few games are getting booked up now, so get in whilst you can before the season ends and the playoffs come round and we have the regulars on. Playing us out, this is Kimber with a melancholy spring. Thanks for listening, everyone. Take care. See you on the next match review panel. <laughs>